Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Audio Vault on 941 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh my God, it's early. Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake up. Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake up. Rob Thompson. You don't believe the other way in transition to the oh. left hand slam. Oh. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Cowboys? Yeah. each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning. Hey, good morning to Good morning, good morning. Wake up and stop yawning. <laughs> that never felt more real than it does right now. It's R&R in the morning here on San Antonio Sports Star. He's Rudy J. I'm Rob Thompson. Hence the double R's as we sit live in Oxnard. Easy E, Edward Hafner, all alone in the glass box of fun. He's got Trey Ware down the hall. Well, he does have that. You got Jimmy as well. Maybe Jimmy Jack's running around out in the parking lot. Yeah, Johnny. So how's everybody this morning? I'm good, man. I can't complain, to be honest with you, man. How are you doing? We have survived the uh, road trip to Oxnard. Uh, got here last night uh, about 7 a.m. Yeah, no, no, it's 7. It was 5-ish? Five or six? No, no it's nearly six because we had to be here at 5, and we got here at 6. Because yeah, we got here at 6, but we were, we landed literally at, what, 3? Yeah. And then it's, it's about a it's about a two hour drive from LAX up to Oxnard, close to it. And as usual, when you arrive on Sunday, there's always hiccups. And it was a day off yesterday in camp. Uh, we'll tell you all about the travels up. And we've already got a man down. Uh, <laughs> we've already got a it's soldier. Not funny. No, it's not. We've but already got funny. a soldier in the uh, dispensary, or what, what do they call? Oh, yeah, it's in the dispensary. Is that what they call it in the military? <laughs> Where's the military, oh, military hospital? What are or, they or, or the jail infirmary? In the infirmary. infirmary. Yeah. We, already That's jail. we already got one in the infirmary. As uh, Morning, Vince. Yes, excited. Yes, we barely survived the ride on the shuttle bus to the rental car place. Holy barely, cow. Barely. Well, for those of you that have already been following us on the socials, thank you. If you haven't, get started, please. Uh, jump on to our variety of feeds. Now, I'm up on our YouTube channel, so everybody else can join me. They want to make sure I get the good... 94. Yeah, See, we got a big, that. big new logo up there. You yeah. need to go on our YouTube channel. Got a brand new, a brand new, uh, little backdrop look behind Rudy's left shoulder, man. Woohoo. We looking nice and pretty. We certainly are. It's not nearly as cool out here this morning as I thought it would be. No, I'm fine. You have on the, the half zip long yeah, sleeve. I put on the half zip thinking we'd have some sea breezes, but it's still, what do you figure, about 65? Yeah, somewhere around there, but it feels good, man. <laughs> it feels phenomenal. So today, uh, we'll have Terrence Steele for you. San Antonio zone. I, yes, I said San Antonio on purpose. Cibolo, you do not matter when it comes to pro uh, athletes. They're only from Cibolo 
if they don't make it to the pros. If they make it to the pros, they're San Antonio. They're San Antonio. That's true. <laughs> That's just how we do. You know, and, it, 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 and if Terrence hadn't made as far as he had made, he wouldn't have gone to steal. He'd have gone to tech. Right. But since he's a starting right tackle for your Dallas Cowboys, he went to steal. Now, see, once he went to tech, Texas Tech, which he wears for his alma mater at college, it was like, okay, he's working his way towards San Antonio. You know, he got on 35. <laughs> And then once he made it to the pros and became the starting right tackle for the freaking Dallas Cowboys, yes, he's from San Antonio, and I'm going to let him know today. You know, he, we say right tackle, but uh, there had been some talk about what him moving hell? to left guard. Like, dude, uh, mobility is the key. Yeah. I guess availability is the best ability. More right. Jermaine. Hey, did you watch the fight? You know what? Uh, no, hold on. Let's let's rewind. Let's rewind. This is – let me tell you all. Okay, so yesterday we get to the airport. I, You know – Rob gets there early. We have no idea he's there. I'll tell you why in a bit. Uh, we get there, and Joe sends us a picture to our little you know, group chat. He has a beer. And I'm like, dude, where the hell are you at? Oh, duh. You're at LaGloria in the airport. So I go over there. At our normal starting point. normal starting point. Joe's hurting. Hurting. So Saturday night, Jason, Joe, and Rob decide, oh, we're 25-year-olds. Yes. We're leaving for Oxnard. Let's party Saturday night. No All big deal. We weren't All, together. No, y'all weren't together. So I'm like, I didn't do it. I, I hadn't watched. I was a procrastinator, so I was like, I skipped the root pub. I was like, hey, man, y'all have a good time. I got stuff to do. want to hang out with my wife. You know, I'm going to be gone for a week. Y'all go have at it. Dude, I get to the airport. It is literally three men down. When, oh. You know when Jason Minnix doesn't get a beer when he gets to the airport? He's hurting. Jason was hurting. And then, finally. Finally, you know, Rob, after he gets himself together, walks over, and my man is a – he looked great. Great outfit, hair done, but my man's barely making Ooh, it. Yeah. What did you do Saturday night? It you was one of those long Well, see, you started, days. what, like at noon? Yeah, I just floated all day long and <laughs> drank. So by the time I realized I'd gone too far, it was too late. So I paid for it all day yesterday. There's nothing worse than traveling with an awful hangover. I mean, Dude, oh. my guy was hurting. Oh, so I tried. I had a couple of beers on the flight. And now the tell time, him this drink. This, tell him a couple of these drinks so my, you had from Spain. My son came back from, uh, from Spain. He's right. studied all summer in Spain. And he uh, ran with the bulls there in Pamplona. Right. And, and he was describing this drink that they give to everyone when you enter the arena. And it's chocolate milk and cognac. See, stop them there, San Antonio, Isn't right? Isn't that weird? Well, first of all, what made you agree to have? How, well, how many did you have? I chocolate think, milk and what? Three. And cognac. Chocolate milk and cognac. Now, I could imagine the first one being pretty it's good. It's kind of, you ever had a white Russian? I mean, it's not awful. And you got to figure, it's got to have know, something Rob. to do with the bowl. Right? You know, because. Yeah, because you go have the poops. Well, yeah. <laughs> So we had a couple of those, and then there's this uh, this drink that they uh, drink afterwards called the Sangre de Toro, the blood of the bull. Blood of the bull? Which is like this fortified sangria with, like, vodka. I don't know. That, included with everything else, made for a long Sunday afternoon. Dude, you were, Rob was hurting. Jason only had, well, no, he had one Miller Lite. But then we got home. You know, we got home. We do things. But, you know, I knew the whole team had a rough Saturday night when nobody drank last night. No. Nobody well, drank last night. I did notice a little bit of bourbon gone. Was well, that can I tell you a story on that? So I buy that bottle of Horse Soldier out at Texas Cheer Liquor 5 on Friday. I was like, hey, you know what? I'll take this to Oxnard. So this was Friday. So I leave it in the car. I'm like, I don't want to forget it. I want to make sure I take it. So Saturday, 
around five o'clock, I go out into the car and I'm like, man, something smells funny. Oh no. Dude, the heat popped the cork through the plastic and it was leaking in the, I was like, wait a minute. First of all, I don't, I didn't know. I didn't think the guys would believe me. I didn't, but literally I promise you on everything I love, the heat popped the cork out through the plastic and the damn bottle was leaking. What's it called? The angel share? Uh, is that what it is? When, when the, the, you know, the, when they <laughs> oh, open the okay. casks and there's a little bit gone because of the evaporation, Dude, they call that the angel share. It popped the heat. Pop that San Antonio heat popped the Dude, cork. After it blew a can open in my car, I believe it, man. You <laughs> oh, don't have to convince right. me about anything, man. That thing can blew up in my face. So you tell me a b- bottle of bourbon pops open, <laughs> I am in. I believe you wholeheartedly. Yeah. So yeah, some of that horse soldier's gone. All right. So today, here is the order of events. What First of all, we yesterday was a day off, but Jerry was busy, and we're going to hear from him in the next uh, talking about his uh, prize uh, and Jerry don't sound too happy I tried to tell y'all you got to wait your turn when this first broke last week I was of the side like well you know everybody's just like they're just gonna write the check you know (laughs) this kind of like well what are we gonna do no this is not the case Uh, it appears there's some uh, hardball being played is that what yeah I guess that's that's a fair way to say it but you know you can't you can't get back in line and get seconds everybody hasn't eaten Ay, ay, ay. It's all I could say. Ay, ay, ay. Jerry loves San Antonio. Good morning. Can't believe Rudy's a Bears fan and rocking that blue shirt Saturday. Yeah, I did wear a cowboy shirt yesterday. This is the home of the Dallas Cowboys. And who said I was a Bears fan? I never heard of that. Anybody ever heard that? Who said uh, that? I I've heard tell. Oh. I've heard tell. That's that, urban that, legend, man. It's like that, the donkey the lady. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard about it. No one's ever seen her. <laughs> all right so, so let's, are we which, are we supposed to keep it down okay so we tell heard everybody. a rumor that uh we're see we're the the second morning show here there's been another show here last week uh, we're literally on cowboy campus yeah the ticket and the fan are around here somewhere down well, to the right everywhere um well evidently sometime last week a uh, coach got mad that we were waking up players that, or we, the radio guys, were waking up players that were too close to the tennis courts, which is kind of like the the locals getting mad, right? When the Cowboys build high rise stands like Scottsdale TPC, <laughs> dude. That's this is what this place looks like this week. By the way, if you've ever been to Cowboy Camp, they've really done it up. Got a little corporate sponsor booth. Holy cow! Got so, a little uh, what are they called? Stadium stands. Yes, it looks know. like that. They've contracted with a company that does the golf, the, the the PGA, right? And I didn't think you could do more here than they had done, and they have. So they went according to our good friend that works for the Cowboys that helps us out. They couldn't go out because no they're starting room. to build houses and apartments. So they went up. But the problem is with the up, the stadium seats, you can see literally into people's backyards so they can't sunbathe. Let me tell you. Now, if you're Nick Sirianni, if you're anti-cowboy or playing them at some point, how much do you spend for one of those houses (laughs) overlooking? Um, I mean, I'm not saying. I I do know this, that when we would go to the Texans camp back when – uh, Jim Bill O'Brien, Bill, Bill O'Brien. but no, I say Jim, but uh, but Bill, when Bill was there, there was a hotel that would over overlooked the uh, practice field, and he'd make sure that was leased out. 
So he, the, so the Texans would buy out the floor that could see on. Yeah, O'Brien, who had worked for. Well, see the for reason Belichick. why he felt he was insecure because he knows his coach cheated before. Yeah, he worked for Belichick. He yeah. knew exactly what was going on. So, I wonder if there's some skullduggery, some strategery, some. Uh, so you think the Eagles may have rented out this space oh, yeah, right I'm here? I'm just saying, if it was me, I'd be vetting that. I would, I would, I would almost be bet. Me. I would almost bet that the corporate sponsors are standing. Or there. I might have a ring doorbell suddenly pointed in another direction. So you saying Kyle Shanahan may rent? Well, Kyle don't need to spy on the Cowboys. He owns them. But man, maybe Sirianni, <laughs> maybe Ron Rivera, maybe Dayball has that little area rented out. Because enough of them are paranoid to where I thoroughly believe it's going on. Yeah, you know what I mean. I agree. Well, we're not going to cheat. We're going to do a real radio show are all we? day long. Yes, we are. On no sleep, on chocolate logic. milk and bourbon. That's all we're doing: chocolate milk and bourbon. It's, that is so weird, dude. No, it's cognac. Get, yeah. Cognac, chocolate milk, and cognac. Yeah. I, that hit us up on the YouTubes and the Twitters dude. and the threads and the text. Oh, by the way, Edwin, I can't see the text today. But yeah, anyway, yeah, chocolate milk and cognac. I would think after three, you're feeling pretty crappy. Well, not so much until the next day. Yeah, the first couple, man, you feel like and you, you know could know run what's with crazy, the Bulls. Man, you was a great outfit. Great outfit for a, a, yesterday. To have a hangover in. <laughs> you can't. You got to run that again. You can't wear that with a hangover. <laughs> you can't look that nice moving that it's slow. It's kind of like when you go to a funeral and the dude looks great. <laughs> dude, <laughs> they put the makeup on him and he looks fantastic. Like, yo, Rob had his look backpack, this good alive. Yeah, Rob had his backpack on here. He had to just take it off. I had to just like, stroll it. I had to... <laughs> I had to take a breath midway. I had to take I a like, knee. Like, dude, y'all all partied hard Saturday. But, I mean, we... You weren't Earl Spence. No, I was My not. God, pity pat, pity pat, pity pat. Um, Did you see his face? Oh man, it was like uh, I don't know. Remember what was the? Uh, was it Tekken? I'm trying to remember the video game. There's Tekken. Was it, either Tekken and, or Street Fighter? It was. It, it was either one of the two. Right. One but of the one of them was was the boxer that would just tag you. <laughs> Just like, you wouldn't somebody, knock you out. Somebody will know. But one of our would, listeners will know. I forget which one it was, but he wouldn't knock you out, but he would get the hit points that yeah. by about the ninth round it was over, and much it was, like we saw on Saturday night. Man, it was, and I, that's why I said Friday, I was like, look, I'll be pulling for Spence because uh, he's from the crib, but I knew Bud was going to win that dude, fight. I was wrong. I thought old man strength was going to come on through an arrow. You know, he said he was too skinny, though. Yeah, he did say that. I well, mean, they that's all, an old I mean, man excuse. Ryan Garcia said the same thing after Tank. Like, oh, you know, my dehydration, no rehydration clause. I mean, this is what it's what they do. But I just wonder if they should have stopped that fight a little bit sooner. I don't think he was ever hurt. No, you know what I mean. No, I'm, it's just when you see somebody that lumped yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> throw the damn towel. Cut me, Mick. Yeah, throw the damn towel. Hey, we're going to hydrate real hard and come back and hear from Jerry. <laughs> yes. Jerry ain't happy with ding, his ding, guard. Ding. Zach Martin ain't here, and it doesn't look like anything's going to happen anytime soon to bring him back. Zach, it might be on the uh, the bad list for Jerry. We're going to hear from him. Mike McCarthy is fired up. He's back in his element. Wait till we get back. We got all kinds of Dallas Cowboy talk because that's what we do. This is R&R in the morning coming to you live from Oxnard, California with your AA Best Bail Bonds Southern Recipe Small Batch and 
And uh, let's see, Texas Cheer Liquor, Dallas Cowboy coverage. Hey, we're coming right back. This is R&R. Thanks for hanging with us. This is 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Guys, did you know your testosterone level impacts your energy, libido, sleep, weight, hair loss, mood, and even ED? And right now, Revive Men's Health San Antonio will check your testosterone for free. They've helped thousands of men since 2011 feel and perform better. They're so confident they can help you, they even guarantee it. Schedule your free testosterone test, exam, and consultation today. Call 210-615-7777. That's 210-615-7777. Or visit revivemenshealth.com. The Jim Rome Show returns to the military city. Hey, listen, I get it. That is not an easy game. I don't know, man. There's a lot going on there. The Jim Rome Show debuts Monday, August 14th at 12 noon on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Sports Star coming to you live from Oxnard, California. Our day one coverage of your Dallas Cowboys training camp. And we want to thank everybody who helped us get out here. I'm looking at these Southern Recipe small batch pork rinds on my table, and they're about to be breakfast. Texas Cheer Liquor. We've got a, a nice bottle. What, what's the name of the uh, 12th horse, man? Horse Soldier. Horse bourbon. Soldier. We'll be having some of that. And a Best Bail Bonds. So it was, um, we're now at like, uh, Weekday, uh, we're coming to a day seven of the Zach Martin. Somewhere around Something there. like that. So when it first broke, everybody just kind of felt like, well, man, how did we let it get this far? How did how did we let Zach Martin get so disgruntled? We thought he was fully gruntled, and now he's dissed. And I think to a man, we all just felt like, well, he'll get it taken care of. This, this is an amicable relationship. These two get along. They always have. That doesn't seem to be the case at all. No. Um, thing I kept, you know, trying to stress is not like, you know, the fact of for the last year, you know, Stephen was on with Jason and Joe all year long last year. And I don't know how many times. This is going back to training camp last year. They talked about CD. They talked about Trayvon. And they talked about Micah. For a year, like, hey, those are three contracts coming up. We got to never in those conversations, never any time where Jerry's on, no matter what show he's on, never was the name Zach Martin brought up. So I do feel like is, you know, you could say, you know, well, then that's on them. But I don't think that they ever saw this coming. And it seems from what we heard from Jerry yesterday, a couple of days ago, it's, it's starting to get ugly, at least from on Jerry's, on Jerry's side of the ball. So I don't know what to make of this. I know there's a long time. I mean, we're just now the first week. Right. And he doesn't need to practice. We, quite frankly, don't need no, to he see don't need him to be until September. Camp. So there's a month between now and then. Right. 50000 a day. There's punitive. There's punitive. There's consequences. And you get some uh, You get some work there's for con- your young guys. Yeah. yeah. He's not in a way. I guess. They've got a brand new kind of like offensive lineman playpen. Here, Did, remember yeah, I like that on the way out. Yeah, on the way out. Yeah, they've got a nice little area that didn't used to exist. 
that they kind of chain linked off that's got blocking sled dummies and all the all the all the, all the little nooks and crannies uh, that linemen use all those offensive linemen playpen kind of stuff so it does give you an opportunity to let those young guys get some actual starter reps and you know you made the point last week it's been proven that Will McClay has a pretty good eye for offensive linemen yeah, he does that you know while great eye while you know Zach is a gold jacket imminent Hall of Famer, best in the business kind of guy, that whoever's in the hole might not be that now, big I don't know of if a drop. Well, nothing's going to be Zach, <laughs> right? But I, I, I found it interesting the way. Well, let's listen to Jerry. Jerry is um, well, he's got both guns up blazing. He's a, this isn't like let's be, be friends. This is him telling his player exactly where he is. Uh, nothing. Just uh, we're uh, he'll come to camp if he's. Uh, will come to camp, but uh, there's no uh, uh, b- resolution. There's a lot of consequences if he doesn't, and uh, mm. that's why I'm, that uh, we, we all know what those are. He's a great player, had a great career, uh, has been at the top of the money all the way through, drafted mm. high, got a lot of money, got a lot of money over the years. Uh, it's just hard to get it all, and uh, so the bottom line is that nothing needs to happen. Hey, man. You know what? Let's go uh-huh. back to back. Let's talk. Let, you you play the one about Micah Parsons, uh, Edwin, where he talks about Micah needing to get paid. <laughs> Not about okay. Preston. It's about facts. We need the money to pay Parsons. Uh-oh. We need the money to pay the players that we got to pay in the future. Any sense? It's a fact. It's not even a, a, a philosophy. It's just a fact. Those dollars are there, and we have this at this level. And if you redid all the contracts, then you never could uh, put a roster together. We need the money to pay Micah. Again, all last week, I mean, look, I wasn't trying to start a fire. It's just like, it's just business. It's just business. Like, look, and I forgot, I totally forgot. And this is why I think Jerry's not upset, but just it's hard line negotiating. This is just big boy negotiating. This is big time money. Mm-hmm. Like, look, I forgot all about the fact of how high he was drafted. That's a different rookie type of deal. He got big money, paid him top dollar in the middle, at, you know, after 84 that. $84 million. You know what I mean? And then now, like, what, you, you coming back to me again when you know I need the money for the future? I wasn't trying to start a fire. I was just stating a fact. Like Jerry said, I'm just stating a fact. Like, dude, we took care of you. And you going to come to us right now when you know we got money to spread around? Well, there's consequences. Translation. That's 50K a day, baby. I hope you've been saving that 84 mil you got. He's going to give him something, right? Jerry's, dug in, Jerry's digging in his heels. I'm not saying that they're not going to get something done there. I think they may be able to get something done, Rob. But Jerry didn't sound too happy. And on the other side of this, if I'm Micah, like, why don't you stop using my name? <laughs> Making me look. <laughs> talk, about, talk about other stuff. I ain't in Well, the thing about it is Jerry knows, like, dude, at some point I got to. No, it's not going to be this year. It's going to be probably at the end of next season or middle of next season. It's going to be $30 million a year. Because Nick Bosa is about to get paid. Jerry and them see that. Nick Bosa is a holdout right now for San Francisco. T.J. Watts at about 30. Mm-hmm. You know, Joey Bosa is already at close to 30. Nick's going to be at 30. Mike has got to be at 30. And then there's still C.D. 
and there's still Terrence Steele, who should be joining us hey. around 8.45. So there's the, Tyler Biotish money is coming up. There's quite a few people money coming up that are important, just important pieces as Zach is. They're, no, are they walking yellow jackets? No, but very important to what the Cowboys want to do foundation-wise. Dude, I got to be honest. I think Jerry's making a mistake here. I do. Well, see, now I see why he said we're not going to talk about it because he was he was snake mass yes. last week. And then this week he's calmed down, but you can still see it. But I think last week he decided not to say something because he knew, which is a growth in Jerry. He knew he was he was too heated to speak about. Let me tell you, I wouldn't let this get I wouldn't let Zach get too upset here. I really wouldn't. This is one of those foundation guys. I really believe those foundation dudes you even overpay. Even you, you pay Man, Rob. just because, because one person don't stop no show. I, I, you're right. I'm not saying that it's the right thing to do, but it's the right thing to do. <laughs> you know, I mean, I this is Zach Martin. I mean, we got to make sure that's one of the four pillars here. It really true feels that. like true that, dude. If all the people I got to keep satisfied and on See, t- on track is the dude that shows up early, leaves late, and never complains. The problem is, Rob. I don't think. I, I think he wants to. I just, he feels like, dude, you really trying to cut in line. Like, you know we love you, Zach. We've already taken care of you. We 40 tra- mil guarantee. Yeah, we've already taken care of you, man. Like, let us let us take care of some few things. You're a cowboy for life. You're a cowboy for life. Let us take care of some things. We're going to get to you. That's all it is, man. Like, but that, that there was, there's four different cuts on Jerry talking about Zach. And none of them sound too happy. So you just do get the sense that this guy was completely blindsided by a dude that he thought was happy. Thought. Right? Just thought. like, uh, where did that come from? What are we going to do? Well, we'll continue on that line. In fact, it'll be interesting to talk to Terrence Steele as he uh, is one of the anchors. Of I know Terrence probably line. wants to get paid, too. Like, I hey, Zach. Looking, like, <laughs> looking at that, I wish Jerry would have mentioned me. Hey, but I, I know Zach Steele first. I know Zach's like, hey, bro, I helped you look good, too. So, let, you know. Help and, a brother out. And, you know, he could be left guard. Who knows? Terrence We're going to ask him about hours. that. That's a that's a big switch, right tackle to left guard. I cannot wait for later today to see practice. I want to watch the ones, and I want to see who's running at tight end. I cannot wait. I think that's I think it's one of I, I, I We would like to think it was it's after what we saw last year, but with that host of four dudes, who's going to be the starter? Let's talk about it next as Mike McCarthy is back in camp and in his element. So are we as we are live from the tennis courts. It is early in the morning here. Enjoy yours. What is it? Sixth? What is time? Is it? It's four thirty in the morning here. Uh, yeah, yeah here four twenty-eight in the blessed a.m. Six twenty-eight where you are. We'll be right back. This is R and R, and you're on ninety-four-one San Antonio Sports Star. Score one thousand dollars cash for back to school and another one k for your favorite school or charity. Register to win now at sasportstar.com. Good luck from the Institute for Functional Health and ninety-four-one San Antonio Sports Star. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Hey, good morning to Top of the morning to all. That is Rudy J. I am Rob Thompson. This is R&R. Thanks, EZE, for driving this boat. Edwin Hefner back at home in the glass box of fun. As Rudy and I sit on the tennis courts here in Oxnard. Uh, Why are you whispering, Rob? Speak I'm up. I'm trying not to Speak get the up. players upset with me. Yeah, see, so we're literally, I'd say, 100 feet from where they're sleeping. Yeah. 
So if, if we were to get into a shouting match, we'd definitely wake someone well, up. But we don't do that. We're my not, question is, we're not, there's, there's no what Stephen kind there. of lame-ass 102nd rookie gets the table, gets the room right next to <laughs> Well, see, that's the thing. Why should it matter if we wake him up? Yeah. He's next to the tennis court for a reason because he probably ain't going to make the yeah. team. These guys are here for They're just a tackling dubby, man. Eat your per diem and enjoy yourself. Uh, but we did hear earlier this week that uh, – uh, they had come down a little upset with the morning shows, waking up their players. <laughs> what are you supposed to like? Y'all know we're here. I uh, well, I, I don't th- know. I'd be like, man, take it up with Jerry. Yeah, well, yeah, they might say they put us here. But, yeah, I mean, what do you? What, what should we do? And we decorate. We got food. You know, come over, be nice. Hey, how was your flight up yesterday? It was awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I pulled out the laptop. I watched uh, 12 Strong. I was, I was in the 12 Strong mood because I was out of Texas Liquor Friday, and those guys were there, and I was just kind of like looking at them, and then I'm watching the movie, and I'm like, okay, who is which which? Which one was which? I was trying to put a, I was like, okay, so which one of you are, uh, what is his name? Chris Pratt? Which one? No, Hemming or the, oh. Thor. I was try, I'm trying to figure out which guy is Thor, the lead character. Who played him? I don't know. Well, the Thor. Yeah, but what's the, which? What's his? I forget yeah, his real name. It's Chris. Not, it's not Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Hemsworth. That's it's Hemsworth. Was. Hemsworth. Yeah. Did you have anybody beside you? Yeah, well, it was a full flight. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't. Well, my well, that la- the damn stewardess kept saying they we're hundred percent. They were lying. So, uh, yeah, I had I had someone I had someone next to me, right right next to me. She kept kicking my foot. So you jumped in. You got an aisle. I got the next available aisle that ended up being and, behind Joe and Jason. And, so of course, Joe got an aisle. He got an aisle. Because he has to pee. Joe peed three times yeah, on a two-hour so, flight. So, And I was sitting directly <laughs> behind him. Yeah. So, they, you know, they as is typical with Southwest, it's a full flight. Right. Use your bed space. As soon as you see an opening fill, you know, they're acting like this is a full flight. So right. we get to the end, and there are two open seats left. There's one next to me. And people see me, and they're like, oh, crap. I don't want to sit next to him. I want to sit next to him. And Joe's kind of the same thing. So they're – and he's directly Directly in front of me, there are two open seats left, yeah. and the uh, flight attendant's walking down, and she is like pointing. We have two here. You're like, please no. So I'm sitting, and I turn around, and I'm the, the people that are going to use the seats have long passed, so they're having to come back up toward the front of the right. flight to find the seat. So I'm like, oh crap. There's, I wonder how many people are coming because there's only two open seats. So I figure there's two coming. Well, I turn around, and I see there's only one girl coming, and. Uh, She's big as I am. <laughs> That's so wrong. Did she be live towards you? Well, I'm just saying, there couldn't have been a bigger person to come right next to you to sit in that middle seat than what Were I were. You on the road with Spence? No, he wasn't. He was behind me. Oh, okay. Um, so it was the very last seat taken, and if she'd have taken one step more. See, I made the final round too. Like the like, there was three ladies standing up. I remember I saw the lady come oh. sitting next to you, and I was like, "Dude, there's a chance because I had a guy on the window, middle seat open, I'll seat me." I was like, "Oh man, I'm down to the final round. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have a middle seat open. It's gonna be great." But nope, she came and sat. No, next I lost to the um, magical the the musical chairs. Yeah, and me too. So you know, I I learned the hack where you can lift the. Uh, Lift up the armrest on the aisle. You know, you have to pull that little thing underneath the. Well, arm. see, when I lift up the aisle armrest, the stewardess always makes me put it down. Well, she, I pulled it up when that when my when your when partner she came, came and she was trying to strap in because yeah. she wasn't gonna fit on one chair. Jeez. So I spent that whole flight 
like hanging off the hanging edge. off the edge. And she the, the attendant came over like sir, and then she looked and she's like, all right, just kept going. Oh, she <laughs> she understood. Me. Yeah, she looked she over. Understood. And I'm leaning at an angle. Thank God the uh, suit the uh, the straps holding me in like it's a parachute cable. Yeah, we made it though. We did. We made it though. I slept. I took me a nap while the while the movie was on. I can't sleep in the plane. At really? All. No. Okay. How much does the tight end mean to this Texas Coast offense? It mean, It's not that it means um, what it means to the Cowboys. It's what it means to Dak. He's had Jason Witten and he's had Dalton Schultz. Now, if you, you can say what you want about Dalton Schultz. He's a expendable fine. But nonetheless, he led them in touchdowns in the two playoff games they played this past season. Had three, and Dak has loved him. Dak loved Jason Witten. Dak loved Dalton Schultz. So it's not about what it means to the Cowboys. It's about what that position means to Dak Prescott, in my eyes. Is it healthy for him to have this attachment to tight ends? Would you, yes. Would you, it's a good thing. It's a good I mean, it's been a great, it was a great thing for Tom Brady. I'm not against I'm No, no, saying, no. I'm just know. saying it's, it's been a great thing for Patrick Mahomes but, to have Travis Kelsey. Well, that's okay. So we George Gronk and Kelsey and Golder. But I'm talking about, <laughs> I know. I'm talking about I'm this talking unhealthy about addiction all time. to fairly average to above. No, the reason why I want him there is because, you know, it is what it is with Dak. You know, you got, you know who he is, you know his limitations. And if that is a comfort zone for him, if that is a safety blanket, if that's a nightlight, whatever you want to call it, if he's not throwing an interception and he's getting it to a tight end and he's making first downs, I am all for it. I have no problem with him having this. Because guys that are in the middle of the road, like Dak is, you need that outlet. So, no, I, I hope Ferg or Hendershot or Schoonmaker, I hope one of them step up to the plate. But are we looking for just first downs or are we looking for plays? Look, if I'm paying Brandon Cooks, well, not them totally, but $18 million, if I'm about to extend C.D. Lamb, I gave Michael Gallup money, I gave Tony Pollard $10 million, uh, I better not have to have the tight end making plays. See what I'm saying? The tight end's supposed to be. A, I don't need him to make plays. I just need him to be that, the, like, uh, an outlet, you know, a third option, fourth option. No, I'm paying a bunch of other guys to be the playmakers, including Dak. No, I don't need him to be a suit. I don't need him to be Kelsey or Goddard or Kittle well, or, I, or Gronk. I, and I don't want him thinking that they are, you know. <laughs> well, you know, for the first, I'll tell you. For the first couple years of his career, he had – Big tight end that always got a first down and fell down. Yeah, you know I mean? no yak. No yak. Boom, first down, we'll start over. And you get a little, I mean, I get the safety valve. I get the yeah. first down, let's keep the ball. But at some point, I think it would nice be nice to have a guy kind of like Kelsey, kind of <laughs> like the threat. Now, Schultz was there. Schultz was that guy. I liked, Schultz was a playmaker. Yes, I like the threat. And shouldn't that be the one that gets it? I mean, isn't that the tight end that is the biggest threat? Or is it going to be a situation where we got offensive line chaos? Where we're done, we're moving guys from right tackle right to left now, guard, yeah. and we're, we're switching all kinds of things. Do you go get the biggest tight end you've got and call him a super tackle and just kind of protect your quarterback I think and that's what, football? That's where Mike McCarthy and Brian, and well, excuse me, and Shoddy come in. Like, different packages are going to call for different scenarios. Like, you know, there's going to be some packages where it's like, look, we're going to need a little bit of help. There's going to be playing. Y'all going to be splitting time. Whoever the run blocker is, you're going to run block. Whoever the playmaker is, you're going to come in on passing plays. So and if that makes us predictable, well, that's fine. That's a tell. I mean, yeah, man, it, it may be a tell, Rob, but you know what? The great Vince Lombardi said, you can know what I'm going to do. If I execute, there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> so... You know, and one day when we are as good as we, the Cowboys, are as good as the Packers, we'll we'll the Cowboys we'll, showing out. We'd here. like to build a seal here and a seal here. There you go. 
and run right down the seat. That's all you got to do, baby. This is McCarthy talking about Jake Ferguson as he is fired up. Well, you know, I think it's like anything, you know, with, with more responsibility, you know, it's important to have more energy. I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of hard to be fired up about schedules every damn day. You know, I mean, I, I try to, but uh, so I'm, I feel like I'm back in my element and, and uh, mm. doing what I feel like I do best. And, and it's and it's been fun. I, I just have so much respect for Brian and, you know, and, and obviously we go way back and, you know, and have Mike Solari, you know, back in the room. And, you know, and, and I'm really impressed with our young coaches, you know. Our young coaches around here, it's hard not to have energy because, I mean, they bring it, and, and you can really feel it each and every day. I hope you see it on the practice field because it's definitely evident in the meeting space. He is uh, in his element for sure. Yeah, he's in his element. Ferg was also talking about that. I call him Ferg. Like, he's like a staple on the team already. Ferg was talking about the energy in the coaching room. And because um, considering we started this segment off talking about tight ends, what did he have to say, Edwin, about the Mike McCarthy's energy in those coaches' rooms? I mean, yeah, he's always back there, um, whether it's walk through, talk through, full practice. I mean, he's on the offensive side, and you feel that. And um, in the offensive meeting, he's taking control. Um, he's the first one to talk in there, and that's something that you love to see. And then also, um, I mean, like you said earlier, the energy, uh, we need that on the offensive side, and he's bringing it. Well, I guess. I, I mean, guess. He should, right? I mean, he's backfired up. You know, I don't even know what to take from that. Well, you know, when we heard that that Quinn was just about, I mean, he's the defensive head coach. so Assistant head coach is really I mean, I mean right? it yeah. doesn't just, it feels like Mike McCarthy's just not even crossing the street. Like, like, oh, no, you know he I mean? said he wasn't. Yeah. He so, said he wasn't. So, he, it wasn't him feel like it. He said he's not. You get the sense that while he's not – We've got more involvement in the offense than we've ever had from him. And the defense is just, they've got their head coach and Dan Quinn. At least in the first nine days of practice or whatever it's been. Right. Because it's all about the install right now and the fire up. Yeah, well, the install, the problem is, and I think a lot, it's not just here at Cowboy Camp, it's at every camp. Your time is so limited because of the CBA and you can't hit because of the CBA and the, the weather some places. So, you know, Mike McCarthy spoke about that, just like, we don't have a whole lot of time. So, we're not, he's Mike McCarthy said, we're not even doing red zone stuff yet, because we're trying to do other things. So, we'll, maybe, you know, you have to take advantage of your time. And that's why you know, you see a guy, they bring a guy in one minute and the next thing he's gone, you are on a real schedule. I'm talking about if a clock, if you're supposed to be doing something at 1135, you're doing it at 1135, then you're on the next thing 1140 because you don't have much time to get all these things in and get all this stuff installed as you like to call it, as the coaches like to call them. So, you know, time's limited. You got to use it all up. And Mike doesn't have time to go down there and micromanage Dan Quinn when he's trying to install a whole new set. So I understand where he's coming from. The, uh, they're only going to practice in pads, what, nine times? Yeah. New CBA, man. That's why, again, you can see teams like, I'll, perfect example, Minnesota Vikings. Get off to a great start last year. Yeah, now, is that because they were really good or because there's some teams, you know, you trying to get up to date on your physicality and things, just get used to being under under duress. So, you know, the great teams, you know, if you're lucky enough to get off to a great start, that's huge because most teams is going to take you a week or two yeah. to adjust because you just haven't had that physicality in order to replicate gameplay. Hey, coming back, Errol Spence, boy, he took it back and forth and all around. The fight <laughs> that Jerry Jones said he would what? 
Walk to Mexico. Walk to Mexico to get. The rematch is imminent. There is a rematch clause, but wait, will they fight at? Did the old man earn another shot? We'll talk about what we saw on Saturday night. It wasn't pretty, but it was fun. Much like R&R. We'll be right back. Here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports. My name is John. I could not lose the weight I needed to. The Institute for Functional Health Wellness Program was the answer. It included a great deal of testing, supplements, and weekly face-to-face doctor visits. I finally had the accountability I needed. I am now 50 pounds lighter. I no longer have pain in my elbow, back, and hips. I have more energy and just feel and look so much better. Call for your complimentary consultation, 210-468-1891. I'm Dr. Torres at the Institute for Functional Health. Good morning, everybody. Joe Ryanagle here. Yep, it is Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys. First day in pads today. The Blitz gets going at 2. We will let you know everything that we see. I cannot wait to see these guys out there in pads. Rudy, I thought you quit snoring. I guess no one will know. I ended up with five. So... It's funny how the universe works, speaking of snoring and rooms. So, you know, Phoenix, six guys, five rooms. I decided to join up. I shared a room in Phoenix. No big deal. No problem. Who cares? You know, I'm just happy to be here. So, you know, we come around. Cowboy camp comes around, and same situation. Six guys, five rooms. At first, I was like, hey, no, hell no. I shared in Phoenix. I ain't sharing again. And then, you know, Jason starts crying. And I was like, you know what? Rob wasn't even here. Rob was out of town. He didn't. He was missing this. He was handling family business. And I was like, hey, you know what? RJ's coming. If I have to, I'll share a room with RJ. No big damn deal. So we get here, and we're all rushing in. And, you know, we have a beautiful, beautiful Airbnb right by the beach. Three stories, a beautiful, beautiful home. And, you know, everybody's going to get in their rooms. Rob went and got his room. Jason went and got his master bedroom with this big, huge-ass bathroom. Joe found his room so he can pee all night. Tim found his. And then comes RJ and I. And we walk into the room, me and RJ Ochoa, and they have these full-size beds (laughs) kissing each other. You know what I mean? They're kissing each other, and we're like, and we both kind of look at each other like, nah, bro, we're not sleeping this close to each other. So we had decided, hey, let's move the beds apart, and we'll put this nightstand in between us. So while he's doing that, I start going to browsing the house, and I come upon like a living-type area. And I'm like, damn, this is a living-type area. That's a TV good space i'm like wait a minute there's a bathroom connected to washer and dryers right here and then rob comes in he says rudy i think this thing folds out and so we start ripping off the cushions and rob pulls out the bed dude i end up with the pretty it, dance. it looked pretty comfortable it wasn't no it wasn't <laughs> no it wasn't one of those bars on your back was it's, there no 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 it's one it was it's not it's not look it's to put it like this i'm right next to the kitchen i have my own bathroom i have a bed and i have a television and i have doors so the universe worked out to where, like, yo, my situation is actually pretty damn good. I haven't even been up to the top floor yet. I'm not going up there. The way up there. Oh, there's no reason for me to go to the. I third don't do three story walk ups, man. You're on the first first floor. I walked right? right. I'm right by the front door. I get. Yeah, to you and Spence are both on the first floor. Well, yeah, I had to. Yeah, Spence and I are sharing a bathroom. <laughs> oh, what? And I got to hear. You can come up to mine. <laughs> you I, I, need to. <laughs> see, if, for those unaware, we got a man down. We've got uh, one man down. Tim Spence, the, the, the trip up, him? the trip up did not treat him well. Yeah, what last night did not end well what for happened my with man. Spence? I don't know, but violently ill is the best way I would describe what my man Tim, 
Tim Spence has been going through for the last Man. 12 hours. And I'm just one bathroom door away from the grunt and the groan and the splash. <laughs> to deal with this poor guy man there's nothing worse than being sick on the road oh the first day on well the, do you think it had anything to do with our shuttle um no i mean we, we this you is, see our shuttle driver was a maniac you, uh, did, how much video did we get of this class i don't know dude he was screaming at people i've never been in a shuttle that guy was screaming at other drivers whipping in and out of traffic doing 80 on the way to the rental place i mean props because, you know, we're, we're we're all kind of impatient guys, but the shuttle oh. drive was a little bit sketchy. He's bro. driving on the wrong coast for the way he's driving. Right, because so it's all traffic. Yeah, you're in front of LAX. Right. But so did you just bring me this? Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, no problem. See, look at this right there. Um, I don't think it would be that because we would be ill as well. Well, uh, whatever it is, I, look, I, I don't want – I'm praying it's food poison. I'm praying that something he ate yesterday or Saturday – I just hope it's not a bug. I hope it's not some type of stomach bug that he's about to pass throughout. Because we all were on the airplane together. We've all been in the rental together. We're all Our, on top of each well, other. The last thing I want is a Tim Spence to have brought a stomach bug with him to Oxnard and he'd get to the rest of when, us. When we come back, so when we landed yesterday, this is a, you know, with every trip to Oxnard, there's a first. And this time the first is, first, this is Tim's first time. And this is the first time we've had two cars. So we have a oh, yeah. we have a full on it's the Cadillac of minivans. <laughs> a full on Pacifica, which it's got rims, shoot. And then we have a, a, a beer can with wheels. I don't know what, what, what the manufacturer of this vehicle is, but we have a nice the Cadillac of minivans. Right. And then we have a tin can with four wheels and a two cylinder engine. I don't know what vehicle that thing is. Right. So we landed in LA yesterday and uh four of us were in one vehicle. Two of us were in another, and when we come back, I will tell you who the two were in one vehicle and the horror story that was given. And the horror story that we had while we were waiting on our Cadillac of minivans. We are live in Oxnard, California, and if it ain't no fun, then it ain't worth doing, right? Well, we're out here, and the tr- the road in, well, it was interesting. We're going to talk about that. The Cowboys are busy today. We'll talk about Jerry and his Zach Martin problem. And when are we going to see young Diggs again after he's dealing with a toe after a big old injury? Cowboy talk full. We're coming next. This is R&R on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake me up. Rob Thompson. You don't believe the other way in transition to the Cowboys. Oh, 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 oh. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Cowboys? Yeah. each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning. Good morning to Good morning, wake up and stop yawning. This is R&R in the morning, a Monday edition, coming to you live from Oxnard, our annual sojourn to the West Coast to cover your Dallas Cowboys. We're going to be here all week and all day, all week long. we got shows going this morning. <laughs> We're on till 10. RJ Ochoa's got noon to 2. What are we calling this? The Cowboys Cowboy Corner. Corner. Cowboy Corner. I don't know who came up with that. Let's. Talk, I, let, I'm going to talk to RJ about it. Speaking of RJ Ochoa. A lot of alliteration. Yeah. Speaking of RJ Ochoa. Now, 
Oh, so I only get what fifteen, twenty minutes with them a week, and yeah, you know, we have our little, our little quarrels or whatever. And I just thought, you know, because this is my first time meeting RJ in person. Rob's known him for years. Rob pretty much, dis- yeah, Rob discovered RJ. I say that's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, RJ's gone on to do other things. So Rob's known him for years. Little smart-ass comments. This is all day. <laughs> this is not like this is not like uh, uh, here and there he says a couple of nice things to you. know, all day long, he got something smart to say. He, and he gets by with it. He gets away with it because he's such a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm like. He lobs little hand grenades all yeah, day Yeah, so, you know, me, I'm like, oh, if that's what we on, then let's go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to back down from it. But everything I say, he got a smart-ass comment for me. I'm like, okay, so it's going to be a long week. He, when we start talking But he's about so it. smart, too. Yes. So it's like, you kind of like, even though he says it in a smart-ass way, you're like, well, that was kind of smart, Alec, to you to say, but you're right. <laughs> and RJ is my, uh, he's my bridge to the techno world. He's yes, my, he's he's been, he, was, he gave us a clash yesterday and different stuff on Instagram we can do with fonts and stuff. Was like, he gave us a little crash course on different things. You're going to have to show me and not tell me. <laughs> this is one of those things I'm going to, I didn't even know you had that little color gradient thing going yeah. on. Man, there's all kinds. Rob woke up this morning and get, did a TikTok, I, y'all. <laughs> Everybody give him a round of applause. Rob woke that up that and TikTok. I did a, I get, I did a TikTok. <laughs> Rob woke up and TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what I've been doing all my life. I had no idea. That was, that was an up, thing. I need to get on schedule. I need to make me a yeah, video here. So. My, my, uh, <laughs> How many you got? I think I've got six articles and three more TikToks I got, to finish today. I got four videos. Let's see. I got four videos and two during practice. Have, have I just noticed, man, I've already been geofenced. I'm already oh, getting me too. California. I'm getting Hollywood tours and pizza. Yeah, Dan the Man's already in my Facebook feed. Yeah, Toppers was good, and I was it was just as it was getting good. Oh, yeah, I don't Tim know. Tim Spence happened. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure Tim Spence will ever be able to look at Toppers again. While we, I have some here. <laughs> What pizza? Yeah, I'm not sure that. Are you a cold pizza guy? Or are you just doing it because there's no microwave no, I here? I like you're cold a cold pizza. pizza. I like cold pizza. Really? How, how do you heat up pizza? Oven. I'm uh, not lazy. You know, oh, my, if I'm doing a microwave, it's like I'm like really in a rush. Microwave. Like for real. I'd rather eat it cold. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> no. I hate microwave pizza. It just turns. Do you ever air fry your pizza like on the? Well, I've heard the air fryer is good. It makes the bottom crispy. The, but what I've heard from a, like a chef on tv one time is the way you reheat pizza is on like get a pan and just turn it on and grill it like griddle it what just put it on like you're frying it well i'm gonna get home and try it on like a cast iron skillet that's the, that's the way that i do it but i think the you'd think the air fryer would be the best way to go yeah. on but i'm not sure tim spence will ever be able to look at topper's pizza yeah again you know and another funny story is seeing Five dudes in a grocery store without our wives. Truth, Rudolph. Yeah, five dudes in a grocery store without our wives. I wish y'all could see our grocery. <laughs> I wish y'all could see. Our wives would be so disappointed in our what our groceries look like. I'm bonbons and whole cakes and jerky and seven different kinds of chips. And I saw frosted mini wheats made in the pants. Yes, respect to the frost. Dude, those uh, things are just messy. You have to eat them in 30 seconds or they're soggy. That's the whole re- the key to it, right? But to me, that's the best cereal in the world. That's an RJ Ochoa purchase. Yeah, because Rob sees the cereal and he's like, 
diversify. Who got the who in the hell picked up the frosted mini? Who's as old as me? That's what yeah. I was thinking. And then you send all five of us all with our own cart. Yeah, and do an empty because I'm running around trying to find here a little bit of something healthy because I ate pizza yesterday, so I'm gonna try to clean it up today and tomorrow. Actually, bit it's the healthiest refrigerator we've ever had at camp. It we actually is. <laughs> we do have we a bunch of fruit. We got berries and strawberries and, yeah. and bananas and and melon balls. Now, we're, we're down. <laughs> one thing that scared me yesterday, Rob. We're going outside to leave to go eat pizza, and this lady and her daughter are walking by, and they say, hey, How's guys. The place? And they're like, how's the place? And we're like, oh, it's good. She was like, oh, we were there yesterday, but we left. And my immediate thought was, is there bed bugs? Is it's there ghosts? I was like, well, why did you leave? She's like, we just moved across the street. But she never said why. But I'm guessing because across the street is a direct view of the access. beach. They walk out their back door, front door. Our, we got, we pretty much have beach access though. Shoot, yeah, we're literally ten. We're ten steps from the beach, and we have balcony. We have two balconies that actually we're as close to the beach as we've ever been. We even been before because I know y'all used to do the beach like this. Been the closest neighborhood before, but we've never been on the beach. We've been across the street in the Hobbit House. Um, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> The Hobbit House lives you can't in. Call it. Wait, wait. wait. It's a what Hobbit is a, House. What does it's that a, mean? It's a, oh, I'll show it to you. I'll okay. drive by it. I'll show it to you. It's a weird little house that I think was built back in the 30s, and they'd kind of kept adding on to it. Like Lord Ask of the RJ Ring Ochoa. When the it was the first time that R.J. came. Okay. And um, they asked, it was just ask him about it. There's a really weird bedroom where he kind of slept in this little alcove that was built into the wall. It was like. Like a cave in this house. Well, that we called that one the Hobbit That's house. Crazy, and that was across the street. And then we've also had one with a balcony, a porch, kind of looking over the water. Yeah. But this is as close as we've ever been. We're and we're close to the Rudder Room, the worst bar in the world. It is the worst, best bar in the it's, world. Oh yeah. We, 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 this is when I first um, met Joe, like face to face, and hung out with him, and realized Rob was. Pretty, we can say it now. Statue limitations. Uh, Rob was pretty much tampering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rob was tampering. Yeah, he, recruit, yeah, he tried, and recruiting show Rod Angle. We're like, hey man, when you you, you, you want to you come? You want to sign here? I was Draymond. <laughs> Rob was Steph, and 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 Menix was uh, Clay, and we we're trying to get KD. You know, and we're like, hey man, you ready? Down low, though. And we're like, we're having beers with Joe. We're like, hey man, you ready? You want to come to? You want to come win some titles? We want to do, man. Come we need on. you. We, we just lost a three-one lead. More than happy to have you. You know. <laughs> Rob was tampering like all hell. <laughs> Although I did feel bad for you, Joe yesterday. Why? Because everybody recognizes Joe when you got on a plane. Right. Guy walked by and said, hey, Joe, really miss you on TV. And Joe was like, thanks. He goes, so what are you doing now? Joe said, I'm doing some radio. And he goes, oh, it's too bad. There's something like <laughs> Goodness, that's hilarious. Not slumming. Dude, what time was it last night? So what about eleven thirty, Rob? So as soon as I got on the plane, Rob, my wife takes off to Sunday fun day. Oh, good. So this is like two. Oh, so this is two in the afternoon. So eleven thirty last night. No, eleven thirty last night. Oh. Last night. Um so in our time. We gotta get it too. So I'm uh, you know, I'm I'm sleep. So eleven thirty our time. I'm sleep. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm like, babe, I gotta get to it. You don't want to talk to me? No. So you say you don't want to talk to me? You're out of town and you don't want to talk to me? I'm like, I'm like, oh. you're gonna be, I was like, you're gonna be texting me in the morning apologizing and I'm not gonna accept it. <laughs> I'm not gonna accept the apology when she wakes up and starts texting me, dude. Like, she was really like on some Sunday fun day 
hammered. Like, dude, you didn't even wait till I landed before you were drinking with your girls. I'm like, do you hate me that much? It's <laughs> like, as soon as this fool leaves, girl, meet me downtown. I can tell you they talked about you. <laughs> oh, you you were so? a point of discussion. <laughs> I think most of it was good. Some of it was like, no, it wasn't all I'm good. Go I, I, I know for a fact him. it wasn't. I'm going to go call him. Dude, 11th. I'm like, babe, you know I got to give it to her. So you don't want to talk to me? <laughs> no, I so, don't. So you're pretty comfortable she's not up yet? No, she you're ain't pretty up. comfortable she, she ain't up. Seven o'clock I, I promise you she ain't up. Hey, uh, Terrence Still's going to be here at what? Uh, 7, 845. 8.45. we got about an hour and a half before he is here. Uh, of course, the topic of conversation today is still going to be it's no the big look the storyline has become now that jerry has let us know he's upset the storyline is zach martin yeah it is still this because everything else is pretty chalk or pretty boring <laughs> and let me i think that our perception of the of the situation in is hindsight what? is about what we thought it was that i think that jerry and everybody else was utterly blindsided keep in mind right now zach martin is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and oh no three hundred thousand if he misses today We'll be at three hundred thousand dollars already. Yeah, dude, I want my money, but I'm I'm coming to camp, Rob. I'm telling you, that'd be a hard he, thing to give up. Every time when these guys are dude, we losing that kind of money, Rob, I'll be like, then there's no way he's married. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's no way you could be married and lose fifty thousand. So this week alone, what? There's what four or five days of practice. It's, yeah. And so it's two fifty. Let's just say it's this quarter mil a week. That's what it is. Quarter million a week. <laughs> So here we sit. Jerry, well, listen to Jerry. This is, uh, as he called it, it's uh, it's it's a, not about precedent. It's about facts. This is Jerry talking about the money. Not about precedent. It's about facts. We need the money to pay Parsons. We need the money to pay the players that we got to mm. pay in the future. Mm. It's a fact. It's not even a, a, a philosophy. It's just a fact. Those dollars are there, and we have this at this level and if you redid all the contracts and you never could uh put a roster together jerry jones yesterday talking about his uh missing guard man i you know rob i guess it's like a uh you're of the the oak that you just you feel like he should have just kept it to himself I know. I, obviously, the guy was was disgruntled. I, I, we, no, I'm talking about Jerry. Like, hit the, those comments. No, but I think does that help? To. Does that help the situation? Well, I, I think Jerry's making a mistake by by mentioning other players that need to be first. I think we all know that. Right. I think uh, as Cowboy fans, we all know that Micah needs to be paid, and there's some other guys that we knew were in line, and Zach wasn't in that line. Yeah. But there are certain pillars of organizations that. You almost overpay to protect. There are certain things that you have to right. keep around. And it just feels to me that Zach Martin is one of those quiet. And, again, this is so – it is so weird. And I guess it's almost like this feels like a, like an election. I feel like what Jerry did yesterday was I'm losing in the popularity vote. I'm going to throw it out there that this is about Micah. This ain't about mm -hmm. me just being a butthole. Uh, go to Jerry Four, Edwin. Let's listen to Jerry Four. He totally has been. I mean, the facts are he has been. And unfortunately for him, he was drafted real high. Right. Uh -huh. And so he's been at the top the whole time. Uh, but uh, these, um, uh, these adjustments, nuances, uh, not him, any player, those adjustments 
you make an adjustment like that and all of a sudden you don't have the money to uh, uh, pay the guys on their first contract that you need to pay. And that's not him. This has nothing to do with him. It's just philosophy. If you did that and we have, uh, 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 we have in place real punitive things that if uh, you uh, mm. uh, come in, don't come in under these circumstances. But, uh, but I, uh, I know this, he's been a credit to uh, everything that we've ever done and uh, he's done. Uh, what we haven't done is ever win a Super Bowl with. Uh, I, want him, I want him to get on a team that wins Super Bowl. Okay, let's let me let's unpack that last little part. Translation, like he cleaned it up, but what he basically said is like, I done paid him a whole lot of money. He wants more money. We ain't won no Super Bowl, but yeah, I wanted to win one. I, I wanted, wanted to be win. on one. But this is this was Jerry because look, this is the first thing I can remember in the last decade that Cowboy fan down the line has been on the same page with. Cowboy fans never on the same page. This Zach Martin thing, y'all have all joined together, held hands, lit a bonfire, yes, said prayers. <laughs> yes. And Jerry saw that. And so he was like, you know what? I'm going to let y'all know, since y'all all rooting for Zach, I'm going to let y'all know. He's messing up my other money that I need to give to Micah Parsons. And Micah. I know Micah probably feels like, bro, why are you putting me in the middle of it? Take me out your mouth, man. Yeah, I want to get paid, but don't blame me. Yeah. It ain't my fault. Didn't you just pay Trayvon last week? And he's hurt. And he's already hurt with a bad toe, which we are going to talk about. I'm scared about toes. But the, the, the idea that Jerry's doing some damage control, I get. And it is early. I but mean, why last week you say you're not going to talk about it, then this week throw him under the bus? Because you, what you just said. I think everybody was like, Jerry, how'd you, how dare you let it go this far? I, and I do think that they did let it go further than they expected. it. And, you know... Is he? Is it more blame for being willful and like, no, nah, dude, we're not going to pay. I don't care. Or is there more blame for not being aware, for literally just not knowing, like that you had a guy that while you had been talking, and we hear that they'd been talking since February. Damn, and, that was a str- that was shocking and, to me and that it fell through. And you know, and the other part of this is uh, we're hearing, like Zach called all of his linemen on over the That's weekend. What I'm just said, about to bring you be there. You beat I'm me coming. to the punch. So, so what is that? Well. So then you know what this could also be, Rob? Because Jerry does listen. To, he does um, delegate, and he does listen to his staff a little bit more now. Maybe Jerry knows he's about to scratch the check, and he just ain't too happy about it. Because why would Zach call, text all the offensive linemen and say, see you soon? Maybe Jerry's just one of the things like, yeah, damn it, I heard to pay him. <laughs> and he knows I got to pay Micah. Especially. Why would, he te- why would Zach text the line that? But if they're not close, you, I'm very curious because we also know training camp is where we highlight new deals that they've got deals in place, mm-hmm. and we're gonna we're gonna celebrate this on this day, or we're gonna get some T's crossed and I's dotted in, you know, week five or week three of the training camp. We're gonna sign your deal, and we're gonna make a big deal, and we're gonna right. do that for you. And I wonder what if there was something scheduled this week for the next deal that Zach kind of jumped in. Like, how on earth am I gonna come out? Right now, with Zach asking for more money, and announce another Trayvon S deal, if there is one, with one of these guys, or re- redo, and uh, still not yeah. pay Zach. Bro, gamer one two three, just for publicity. Probably Jerry loves the publicity. I, I look, I, I get all that, and I, I think there may be some of that still left. But I do feel like Jerry's kind of turned the page on that. Of course, it's always going to be about making money. It's always going to be about being in the spotlight. I get that, but. I don't know. That seemed kind of stern. And, again, we've played four different cuts on him saying, hey, I've already paid him. Yeah, I paid a lot of his rookie. Then I turned around and paid him. 
You know, he's always been the top paid guy. So I don't know, man. This thing is taking the life of its own. In 2018, he signed an $84 million deal, $40 million guaranteed. Jerry pointed out yesterday, look, man, he was a top, he was a first round draft pick, a high draft high pick. Draft so he's gotten more money from the very beginning. And then he got a second deal, and I paid him $40 million guaranteed and made him the highest paid guard in football. Now it's been five years, and sadly now he's 31, <laughs> but <laughs> such is life. And, you know, I get what he's saying, right. but if Zach wore number four, or war number three, or number 21, and came and did this, we go, oh, well, that's a skill player. That's what those guys do. Yeah. That's how those guys manufacture their pay. They they hold out. They force your hand. Offensive linemen, you're supposed to be dutiful and show up and do your work and get paid on on schedule. Well, or how much of this is Zach not caring about the fine and just not wanting to do training camp? It's certainly a vet move. Because I, I know a lot of guys toward the end, and I'm not saying Zach toward the end, but I know a lot of guys, once they get past 30, I remember Strahan, Brett Favre. There was a lot of guys, and I'm, and I'm looking at these little condos, and about, by all means, they're nice if you're me. But this training camp isn't the most pleasant thing, really, when you've done 12 of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Zach's just like, dude, I don't really want to be there. But he's a lineman. <laughs> what do you mean they you work? Know, it's hot, Rob. Well, not actually, it's not. Those guys are all kind of like they're different, right? I mean, they want to be here. That's what I've held. I think. I think after. I think once you hit a decade, you have no time for training camp. Like, Rob's honestly, if I were able to have the ability to play in the league for ten years, I think I'd have it in my contract after ten. I don't have to do this crap, especially. There's only nine padded practice. Like, what am I? Like, Zach Martin doesn't need training camp. And if I can get some, like, you know, let me skip training camp. If I get some extra money, I do. If I don't, no biggie. I just don't feel like being an Oxnard. We've got some other NFL. Because he texts his buddies like, I'll be there soon. I'm lost. Well, what Jerry, the way Jerry was talking yesterday, he certainly wasn't making nice. He wasn't making it easy for Zach no. to come in. Agreed. It wasn't making it easy for him to come on in. What do you think? What What's going on with Jonathan Taylor? Dude, let me tell you what's going on with Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor plays for an owner that whether you like him or dislike him, whether you hate it or love it, he's going to he's gonna shoot from the hip. And Ursay saying, hey, if I died tomorrow or Jonathan Taylor wasn't on this team, nobody's going to care. The league goes on. And then you have the Colts now coming out saying, well, we found a back injury and, we, and we've determined that that back injury did not happen on Colts time. So that situation has gotten ugly. So they, ugly. They put him on the non-football injury list. Yeah, what is that? that tr- tr- the non-football injury list where we came to agree on and all last night was Rob like, we don't know what to do with you. We don't know what the hell to do with you, but we don't want you here. Yeah, it's a very so we, we, there's a back thing, but even and that's what Jonathan Taylor tweeted out: don't have a back thing, never had a back thing, don't know where you got your sources, but find a new one. So the NFI is a list that, like you were saying, we don't know what to do with you. We don't have to count you. You're not on our roster, but you're on our team. Is that basically what it is? Like you're that's not. What it looks like. I mean, I know they have a specific definition for it. What's the definition? Says still recovering from injury suffered. Non-football injury or non-football illness are roster designations used in the National Football League for players who are unable to practice as a result of conditions unrelated to football or injuries that did not occur during NFL games or practices. So they posted it. They were going to put him on the NFI. He tweeted out like, dude, I'm not hurt. 
Like if you like, and if I'm Jonathan Taylor, like if y'all don't want to pay me, just say that. But don't start making up lies about me. And now the reports are they're looking for a high draft pick. I, hey, let me tell you something. I, I, look, Jonathan Taylor, like we got to read the room. You're not going to get the money you want. Like Saquon Barkley didn't, so you're not. You may even be better than Saquon at this point in your career, but you're not going to get that money. So I think at this point, though, I think he's comfortable with that. I think he'd just rather be gone. He He'll look. What? This you, some, you might. St- you think it. If I'm the Bills, aren't I the guy that ma- – aren't I making Well, that's what RJ said. RJ was like, hey, he'll look good in the Bills uniform. I mean, he'll look good, good in the Jets uniform. He'll look good in the Cowboy uniform. He's one of those guys where even if that's not a position you need, <laughs> like this makes sense for anybody over, a, you know, a Dalvin Cook. Don't get me wrong. Dalvin Cook is a really good football player, a really good running back. But Jonathan Taylor's still in his prime, or maybe not even at his prime, whereas Cook's a little bit past it. So, to me, this is something where everybody's looking. And he's also one of those guys where you say, I'll take a look at him just to keep him from a team that I may have to face. But that situation's gotten ugly because their owner, he's worse than Jerry. At least Jerry has some, you know, some tact about how he takes shot at people. Ursie just flat out said, hey, if both of us died, no one would care. <laughs> Pretty much. I was like, what? Pretty much. Who says that? He's right. So on Friday, we talked about uh, Sean Payton. Yeah. Blowing He he already moonwalked. Well, he moonwalked after. He said, I'm sorry. Well, he he had to. He had to. But, you know, I was pretty impressed with uh, Hackett's quarterback coming out to his defense. Aaron Rodgers came immediately to his defense talking a little about his – his offensive quarterback. Well, he had him in Green Bay too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's yeah, that's his guy. And on the heels of what? But look, <laughs> Sean, Sean was dead wrong. Jobs of Sean was dead wrong, but he was dead right. It was. Do you do y'all remember? Do people remember what a bleep show Denver was last year? Well, they led the league in it pre-snap penalties on both sides of the ball, right? <laughs> yeah. So like, maybe it was what? appropriate. Like, yeah, I get it, Sean. Now he's not supposed to say that he's a coach, but he was right. I did, we live in a crazy world when you got to apologize for being right, and especially when you're dealing with uh, what did they call it, twitty dirty hands <laughs> on that side of the ball. But yeah, Aaron coming to the defense of his OC. Uh, but you know what? It's not that crazy. Apologizing even when you're right is pretty much married life, ain't it? <laughs> ain't that life if it's a married man? apologizing even when you know you're right. <laughs> hey, Sean, I feel you, dog. So far, so good on the pain front. I haven't hurt myself yet. This time last year, I already had a broken toe. Why would you put that in the uni- universe? Well, I'm just knocking on wood. This time last year, I'd already broken my toe so, in the middle of the night. I'm going to read y'all the text that we just got. Hey, guys, can you stop at the store for me whenever you come back? I need saltines, a 2-liter 7-up, orange Gatorade, and adult Pedialyte. The poor guy, man. <laughs> Dude, we I'm going to say this. We got one soldier Rob, down already. I'm telling you right now, seriously, because I, my body, I don't do well with stomach bugs, bro. He has to quarantine in case it's a stomach bug. Like, I cannot get a stomach bug out here without my wife. I, like, I seriously, bro, like, he's, we're leaving his stuff at his door. He cannot come out. Dude, I got to share a bathroom with him. Well, you can come use mine. I got a huge-ass bathroom. You can transfer, dude, because you got to be next to me. I, he got a quarantine. We got one man down that we are yeah, taking Yeah, if that's of. a stomach bug, he got to stay away from everyone, bro. Seriously, I cannot get sick without my wife. I'm a little girl. 
I'm a little Barbie in a Barbie world with I get a stomach bug, bro. Speaking of injured, the hundred million dollar cornerback's got a toe issue. Let's talk about Are you about worried about it? Yes, I'm no, worried about not. it. No, you're not. Let's talk to Dion about feet. <laughs> wow. You pick the guy with no toes? <laughs> Too soon. Too soon, Edwin. Too soon, Edwin. Get us the break. Uh, Dion's got three toes left, and that's the guy you name. <laughs> they play cornerback. It yeah, seems to be a rather You're important right. part You're of right. the anatomy. You need You're to right. have those kind of stuff. Yeah, Trayvon's hurt. Sticks out like a sore toe. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> hey, and Dak Prescott made the top 56% of the NFL's top 100. And if you do the math, you know the number. We'll be right back. This is R&R. And you're on one San Antonio Sports Star. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning to you. Top of the morning to all. Live on our YouTube feed. Go there, like, listen, share, do all that stuff. You'll see Rudy J sitting comfortably. On that tennis court there at uh, on Oxnard, California. Did our uh, our Dallas Cowboys Wi-Fi just go out? Not mine. I think mine might. Have. Our, our actually our laptops have been taking turns because yours was up. Mine just went out a little bit before yours, but the R and B music is playing. That means the weight room is open, and right now they're not hitting the weights. They're in there. I don't know who it is, and even if I did, I wouldn't tell you. I don't know if they want you to know, but they're in there boxing. It's five thirty in the morning down here on the tennis court. See, that's who you know who really wants it. Who wants? See, Zach Martin would have been in the locker room already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These dudes are up at 530 in the morning getting in some boxing. So are you surprised? I'm not surprised is not the word. What's that? You okay. know, we were talking about it in the last uh, segment. when we're, You know, the Cowboys like to use training camp to celebrate big contracts. They like to make a splash. Yeah, man. This is where everybody's here. Jerry's right. here. The boss is here. You get to kind of get Some the corporate sponsors here. Yeah, man, everybody's here. Kind of get to hang out. And uh, Trayvon got the $100 million deal last week. Uh, did we know he was hurt? Did we Not know really. he had a toe? No, but we know now. Well, we're hearing that it's going to be quite Mid-au- a bit. Mid-August. Uh, so, I mean, I guess we're, we're still stuck in the July mindset because it's going to be August tomorrow. <laughs> you know what? But, but so maybe mid-August you know what? You're right. isn't quite as bad as we thought. But we're talking about a couple of weeks for the cornerback that you know is, um, yeah, half of the best cornerback duo in football. Ooh, you you trying to go hot take Monday on me? Hold well, on, looking let me, at let the let me uh, top hundred players that we're going to talk think about, about here this, in a couple Rob. minutes. Is it the best or Trayvon Diggs and? Stephon Gilmore, the best one-two punch DBs in the league. Well, now, if we're going to praise pro football focus like everybody does, everybody, they have them both in the top ten, Rob. Yes. So, I, I mean, while there's a relative amount of comfort, and keep in mind, I mean. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I want to believe you, but it's just, <laughs> I don't know. Rudy, they are. I don't know why we're equivocating here. I mean, just on its face, it is the best cornerback tandem in football. There's no better. There might be an equal or close to it, but there's no better tandem in football than this. I mean, any team with Sauce Gardner, I don't care who's on the other side, is going to be pretty close. Any team with Jalen Ramsey, I don't care who's on the other side, is going to be pretty close. But, I mean, 
We're talking about two top ten cornerbacks on the same team. So it, it gets a little bit of comfort that, that he's not there. And I think even third string's not bad. But the fact that th- th- it's the injury itself that worries me. The toe. You know what, Rob? Damn, they are the best. If James Pledger, the cow- known cowboy hater, says they are, 6'5", are Diggs and Gilmore the best DB combo in the entire NFL. Okay, Rob, if that's the case, then what's the expectations? If you go, if you, if Micah is the second best defensive player in the league, or maybe first, depending on who you ask, you couple that with the best DB duo in the league. Yes, it should be a top the three best, defense. It should be. The well, they led defense. the league. They've led the league in takeaways two years in a row. But it, you know. The- <laughs> I don't know how I quantify what the best defense is or what the best hand of a cornerback is. It's a lot. It's a mixture of things. It's a combo. Is it yards? Is it interceptions? Is it uh, touchdowns? Is it? I mean, how see, do I quantify? Because when I look at San Fran, I, I feel like I feel like it's them, even though they didn't make it to a Super Bowl. Yes, I, I mean Philly was right there last year. Yeah, um, and you have to be right there to get there. So, without Trayvon and this toe thing, that could linger. Do you have to let it linger? Because that, anybody who's ever had, ever dealt with turf toe? So what is turf? I remember we've asked Doc Garrett about it. It's that inflamed big toe. Right. That turf toe is kind of like the flu. (laughs) The flu is not a big enough, scary enough word for what you get when you get the flu. No. The flu is, when you think flu, until you've had like the legitimate flu. The flu isn't a scary enough word. Turf toe is not a scary enough word for what players deal with with that big toe. Right. I mean, it is it is agonizingly painful. I mean, it, it hurts beyond belief. You can't plant. You can't cut. Now, I'm not saying he's got turf toe, but what he does have is a big toe issue. Yeah, definitely. And that's the kind of thing when you're dealing with a quarterback who's shifting gears, who's turning running backwards and shifting all that. It is the worst-case scenario that. for me. So it is a Go great on. concern there as Go we head in. Uh, to uh, week two of uh, training camp that we're going to be on uh, the uh, tennis courts all week for. T- uh, we're going to have uh, we're going to go to the offensive side of the ball in just about an hour. Terrence Steele is going to be sitting in with us. Uh, quote: I think this defense could be up there with the 49ers' great defense. I think we can be up there with Ray Lewis' defense. I think we can be up there with the Legion of Boom, just with the talent we have and the vet guys mixed with the young guys, the experience that we all have. I feel since my rookie year, we got thrown into the fire. We just keep having those tough games, those hard games, those playoff-level games. That is Micah Parsons on this defense. The 2,000 Ravens? The Legion of Boom? He he does. Does Micah know who he's talking about? Yes. Legion of Boom? Well, it's not going to be that. Ravens? Well, yeah, Ravens 2,000? Now, 49ers, okay. Those are two. He named two legendary defenses. There's no. Maybe Ed, he sees something we don't. There ain't I mean, no Ed Reed walking out on this field today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, there's one primary difference, and I love. Okay, well, is there a Saragusa? No. Well, maybe. I mean, the, the Saragusas. Maybe, maybe it's Mozzie. Maybe it's Mozzie. The, the Legion of Boom isn't necessary. I mean, they don't have to have the Legion of Boom to win what we think that. But I do think that. The way that this defense is structured, mm-hmm. it should, in my mind, lead the league in takeaways again for the third consecutive year. Damn, I didn't even think about that, Rob. Damn, they become the best DB combo in the league. I didn't even think about that. And uh, like honestly, 
And what's the young kid that stepped in last year that had a good one filling in for Joseph? Had a couple of Bland. Bland. So, I mean, there is some comfort knowing that Bland is still there, but he's more of a slot corner, it felt like. Xavier Howard and a healthy Jalen Ramsey t- is it close. That's close. It's close. I'm not, I'm not saying no, that's preeminent. No, but, Rob, you're not crazy. But in, you can stand on that. And when we come back, on that. we're going to talk about the NFL continues to release their top 100. And uh, Diggs is in there. He's in the 60th percentile. I've, I've always been told that's pretty good. Uh, Pretty good place to be. Mm, Diggs. We got a bad toe, though, so we'll see. Now, there is one Dallas Cowboy that made the top 100 list. Uh, I'm surprised at where he landed. I'm surprised. There's one. There is a Dallas Cowboy that I'm happy to see on the list. Right. Uh, and I, I think that he might be getting a fair amount of credit for something he hasn't quite frankly earned. And uh, with the uh, advent of Zach not being here, maybe that ranking ain't entirely appropriate given where we're going. But, hey, good news to a guy who is a – Seems to have played his cards pretty well, despite the fact that we all looked at him like, dude, you made a mistake. He did not, maybe not. Right. After we see Jonathan Taylor trying to get paid, there's only one guy he knows he's getting that. I think I just Come on to Chicago, Jonathan. We're not a treat running backs to Chicago. Pro Football Focus tells us where Dak ranks, and we're going to tell you next. Hang on. There's lots to do. This is R&R. You're on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. The NFL.com continues to drop their list of the top 100 players in all of football, and we finally figured out where they like to where they put the quarterback. Dak Prescott comes in at 56. That's about right. Yeah, I don't think anybody would quibble over that. Middle of the road. Um, Tony Pollard. Is that who's shocking you? Comes in at 55. So he they the so this list. Well, this is the, the list of the peers. So. Their peers feel like Tony Pollard is a better player than Dak Prescott. Where does that come from? Where does what come from? Is that, is that out of absolute respect for the offensive line? Is it, hmm. is it respect for the offense? You no. know what it is, Rob? And, and, you know, it's no slight to Zeke because Zeke is visiting the Patriots. He visited the Patriots over the weekend. I think most people around the league, and players included, realize that Tony Pollard's been the best running back on this team for two years. Dak had, ten, I mean, Zeke had ten touchdowns last year. He did, and they were all under five yards. But ten touchdowns or twelve touchdowns, whatever it is, is twelve touchdowns. But I think most people realize Tony Pollard probably has a a lot better numbers if they would handed the reins over to him two years ago. So Tony got a little bit more respect. I mean, these guys have played against Tony Pollard. They've seen that burst. They've seen his ability to run between the tackles, even though people feel like he can't. So while I think I'm shocked, I'm not shocked that he's on the list, Rob. I'm shocked that he's that high up. I, to, to enter the list at 55, I, I think that's, I think he was given a little bit more a little bit of credit for the offensive line. I think he was given a little credit for the offense. And, you know, he's a big play dude, and we, we were told that right. this was about getting guys in space, but I was completely shocked to see him land there. Uh, Trayvon comes in at number 60. Um, the star Allhawks third season might have lacked the flash, says Pro Football, with his 11 interception breakout year prior, but he was arguably the, uh, an improved player. Diggs posted the finest PFF coverage grade of his career at 67 and improved his run defensive grade. Again, a new career high from 35.7 hmm. to 66.2. One of several young Dallas playmakers who are on the verge of breaking the bank, Diggs became the first to ink an extension when he signed his five-year $97 million deal to start training camp. 
It's nice to get $100 million. You all the way down to 60. I'd like to see the guys who are in front of him, those other four DBs that are in front of him as far as pay scale mm-hmm. goes. I'd like to see where their peers have them them ranked. The Tony Pollard waking, not so not so surprising when you consider what that offense has done. It's just a bit of a surprise to see that he is already getting the credit, even though he is a first round running back. You know, a first um, a first year starting running back. Aaron Rodgers comes in at fifty one, just a couple of that's times. low. Aaron Rodgers still one of the best quarterbacks in this league when healthy. Keep in mind, people. Aaron Rodgers had a pretty much broken, torn ligament, whatever. His thumb was jacked up. He was dealing with a bunch of young receivers. They had traded Devontae Adams. Like Aaron Rodgers, fifty-one. I don't give a damn if he's fifty-one years old. That's way too low. And not to go Stephen A. on you, Rob, but that's still a bad man. He, I mean, he's by himself changed the trajectory of what the Jets' expectations are, but yet he's fifty-one. No, sir. Under no circumstances are there 50 players better than Aaron Rodgers. I'm, I'm, no. My fantasy drafts, I have Aaron. I like Aaron as a quarterback to take. You don't but love more him. than anything else, Garrett Wilson. I love Garrett Wilson. I love Brees Hall. I love that defense. I love Robert Sala. They got Nathaniel Hackett back where he needs to be. He should never be a head coach ever again, but he's a great OC. Him and Aaron Rodgers created some magic together. The Jets are a problem. Now, the only problem with the Jets, Rob, is the Dolphins are good, too. Buffalo's good, too. And now that, you know, Bill Belichick pulled his head out of his butt, hired a real offensive coordinator, now they're talking about possibly getting Zeke Elliott and some other pieces, New England is going to be a tough out. So while Aaron is much better than 51, that's one of the better divisions in football that he's going to be going to be facing. Yeah, it's tough. Um, but – this isn't his first rodeo. I, I think that this uh, that's awfully low. Don't you not, got you got them going to Super Bowl? You ready to put it down right now? You going to Vegas? Jets? You you reserve the right to change your mind once the season starts. I, I, I ain't gonna hold you to it. I do not have the Jets in the Super Bowl. No, because Patrick Mahomes is alive. I, I, I'm not even sure they're a playoff team. But I think they're gonna have. A, <laughs> well, I think they're gonna have a winning record. But I don't think a winning record is gonna be enough. They, seriously, just to get they're a wild card team at best. But. They, yeah. Hey, incremental growth. They got him. I mean, he's going to be around here for a couple of years. We can see by his contract. Now, sign Dalvin Cook. We might be, might have a little bit different conversation, though. The expectation is that it is coming. Have you guys seen any of the video of uh, what? Um, the little, number 42, our, our, our new uh, running back from Kansas State. You seen any of <laughs> I have a feeling you're about to make fun of. No, him. I, I'm telling you, uh, it, it's interesting to watch. Okay, why is that? It was because it's. So is this Darren Sproles reincarnated? Because if he's Darren Sproles, Rob, that's a great thing. I'm trying to find someone even smaller than that. Turpin. Well, because Turpin, Turpin ain't even thick. Yeah, Turpin's just little. Yeah, I'm talking about now someone that. I've never seen a guy look so small on a football field. Now, you can't see him. There is a place for him as a as a change of pace, dude. You literally can't see the guy. But wait till you see some video of him running the ball. Wait till you see him right, moving pay amongst the trees. I saw a little bit of it yesterday. You you cannot see this. Guy. I'll be paying attention. You think he makes the team? Yes, he's going to make. Oh, okay. I, I, well, I assume his daddy's a scout. Kind of, you know. 
<laughs> like you know what you know what Rob now that I think about it, like that'll be messed up like y'all made me draft my son just so I could cut him I'd be hot I'd be like y'all could have just let me leave him undrafted if y'all was gonna make me make him cut him well it, even when you go to blogging the boys they still leave the video and the audio of you know daddy dad. talking to son when yeah, they drafted cool. him I can't imagine that the Turk <laughs> I wonder if they'll post that video on top yeah, of that. I guess he makes the team. So uh, watch, we'll watch really closely in that offense as it turns around. And, and it's interesting to see as we have this year, the Mike McCarthy is one that we forget that uh, the head coach not only coaches players, but he coaches coaches. True. The head coach is there to grow his coaching staff, to mentor his coaching staff. And this year, more than others, it feels like McCarthy and his young guys have brought more energy than uh, maybe than it was expected. Because we're hearing from a lot of different types about the energy coming out of the rooms. Well, I've heard about the energy. I've heard about, you know, Mike McCarthy. And he's like, you know, I have to do that because I don't have much time. I don't have much time around these guys, so I got to make sure our energy is at the right place. And I'm, and he said he's back in his element. Who was it, Ferg? Talking about Ferg said his energy is, like, you know, he's a, like, you know, up yelling and screaming, and you know, he's trying to stay hype about it. But I guess basically, I, maybe you know, sometimes you take that turn in your career where you like everything kind of seems mundane, and you kind of just, you know, t- you know, spinning your wheels. Now you gotta, you know rejuvenated by because you're calling plays where he loved what he always wanted to do and let's listen to uh coach uh let's hear jake ferguson talking about mark carthy being fired up i think this is number six there edwin yeah i mean he's fired up all the time i mean it was 7 30 this morning and they were all screaming we walked into the team meeting they're all screaming offensive meeting they're screaming <laughs> so it's definitely a lot of energy a lot of communication on all fronts that's uh jake ferguson hey, oh, we're walking to meeting they're screaming we walk <laughs> I think it might be a little much, though. The way Ferg made it sound, Ferg makes it sound like it's a little much. Well, you know, it's interesting as we've had a chance to sit on these courts over the last decade. Right. And uh, watch what the team was like under Garrett. And it was just dull. Under Garrett, it was dull. And then they they brought in a, a, a How heir apparent interviews. Oh, just everything was dull. Just dull. <laughs> Um, then they brought in, I forget his name, as a defensive coordinator. And this guy brought some pepper to practice. He was fun to watch. He was going to be, he looked like the heir apparent to be the D.C. He ended up, he was a defensive backs coach. Oh. He showed up. Yes. Richard. Say it again, Edwin. It was Chris Richard. But then the DB, the DB room went to poop. Yeah, then it and fell apart. Like, oh, and he no, was remember gone. he was the he was the up and coming guy. He We're was. Like, oh, he's next. He was here and he was going to take over for the old dude. That yes, um, I remember that. guy. And that year, the practice it was. You could tell that there was one coach out on the field that had a little bit more energy than the rest. Yeah, but, I mean, you look around the world right now, Rob. Everybody's using the e word. Oh yeah, like oh yeah. oh yeah. You know, I can't. You can't be around me if you're energy. I'm all, I'm an energy guy. You know, if your energy ain't right. I don't want you around me. I don't want you messing with my feng shui. So, I guess that's what McCarthy's on this well, whole universe and well, trying well, to tap but, into good energy. Remember, it was two years ago when we were standing around watching that first 
remember this will be the third year where they're trying to lead the league in takeaways. takeaways. So that year before, mm-hmm. they did it the first time, 21, that first time you, you and I were here. Remember, mm-hmm. we stood around the cornerbacks and we were like, these dudes are cocky. Oh, these I was dudes. in That's when I fell in love with Kurtz. Right. Yeah. They, they, they walked the walk and they talking the whole time. Right. That didn't happen under Garrett. And that was that, and that was two years ago. And we've seen the transition to this team of no loud music under Garrett. Well, you know. <laughs> So, you, you, when you hear coach talk about the energy that's brought, well, just the fact that that old staff is, for the most part, slowly gone. Gone. That the energy level from the coaches is different than it was, and that's just been, you know, we we had a bad training camp in twenty because there was, well, no training there, camp. was there really no and twenty one was weird. But twenty two felt normal. McCarthy said he loved uh, camp from twenty twenty two. That was his first press conference. Right. He said, "You know, our training camp. We had a great training camp." And, and twenty two started to feel normal. And right. this year, I think that they've just kind of carried it forward. And you can just get the sense that there's this level of energy that's kept here that didn't used to be. And this is a team that is fully McCarthy's, fully. Yeah, and the, and but see, that's the, there's there's a gift and the curse to that. The gift is like, okay, finally. I'm going to be in charge. I'm going to be doing what I want to do. I'm going to be doing what I'm comfortable with. I'm simplifying things. But the curse is now it's all on you because the players are the players. And most of the time, those guys, especially your big game players, your your Dak Press guys, they're not going anywhere. You've given them big money. It's hard contracts to move. It's hard too much dead money. So when it's all on you and you're getting to do the things you want, now you become next in line on the chopping block. I don't give a damn if they said you're going to be Tom Landry. As you sit, you do not have Zach Martin in camp. Zach Uh-oh. is $250,000 in the hole, another 50000 today if he doesn't show up. Jerry opened up strong yesterday. He led with a haymaker. <laughs> We're going to hear from Jerry coming up. It doesn't look like Zach's money's coming anytime soon, and he's going to tell you why. Don't go anywhere. Jerry speaks next. You're on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake up. Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake up. Rob Thompson. You don't believe the other way in transition to the foul. Oh. With a left-hand oh. slam. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Cowboys? Yeah. each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. This is R&R in the morning, a Monday edition. He's Rudy J. I'm Rob Thompson. Of course, it's Dallas Cowboy training camp coverage as we're live from Oxnard, California. Our coverage brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds, and good friends over at Texas Cheer Liquor. Uh, it'll be a full one. We got uh, Terrence Stills around the corner. Yes, he is. What, about 45 minutes from, yeah. 43 minutes from now, I think. We expect him to come and sit and talk with us about his uh, upcoming season. Coming off a knee injury, uh, the right tackle. Contract is imminent uh, at some point soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also been some discussion about moving him around a little bit. We'll talk to him about I that. I wonder if he guard. knew. Is that, is that urban legend or did he re- is, that, is that real? Like, because right tackle all the way to left guard. Now, he did play left tackle at Tech and in high school. 
so I could get it because, I mean, we saw Tyler Smith make that transition. The hallmark of this offensive line has been these guys are all mobile. Even Tyron Smith m- bounced. So uh, I think to be a True. cowboy, you got to play two positions on the offensive line. True. Well, we're going to talk to Terrence about that and the rehab process, his offensive line, and this Dallas Cowboy offense as it adopts the Tex Coast trademark pending. And people uh, are in the weight room boxing already. Yeah, they're up in the back. Why does he make those noises when you throw punches? Do I've, we never, know why? I've never actually boxed. I wouldn't know. but You uh, never shadow boxed? No. Never, I've never put on a boxing glove. I've never hit anything wow. of, of any substance. I, I, my One of my great aspirations in life is to be able to work the speed bag. Oh, that would be cool. The, the uh, That would be cool. But it looks... It's not as easy as it looks. It's like, have you ever tried to, it? Well, it, 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 it always struck me kind of like learning how to, to um, drum roll. Like the, oh, I couldn't do that either. You know, you have to, the, because the, the sticks actually hit twice. And you're, the ball, when you hit the bag, it, you're hitting it twice. So, oh, you are. So I always felt like you just yeah, kind of get that. No, I, I can't, I do can't it. even begin to I can't even, even do it fathom like it. faking. So, practice today. They had the day off yesterday, and uh, Jerry was talking about his uh, left tackle. I mean, left guard. Left, right guard. I mean, sorry, right guard. Well, <laughs> whatever he is. We're talking about mobility here, his right guard, uh, Zach yeah, Martin. internet lacking today. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hurting us. 250000 in the hole, he sits, and Jerry says, you know what? You're a high draft pick. You've been paid. I've been taking care of you already. Listen to Jerry. He is not happy with his guard. Uh, nothing. Just a bit, uh, we're uh, he'll come to camp if he's uh, will come to camp. But uh, there's no uh, uh, resolution. There's a lot of consequences if he doesn't, and uh, that's why I'm, that uh, we, we all know what those are. He's a great player, had a great career, uh, has been at the top of the money all the way through. Drafted high, got a lot of money, got a lot of money over the years. Uh, it's just hard to get it all. And uh, so the bottom line is that nothing needs to happen. The bottom Ooh. line is nothing Is Jerry rope doping us? He's about to call him in today to make a splash on us, Rob. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he so. He seemed upset, man. I think, I, I think as you've put it, and if you missed any of the show, always go to our audio vault at sasportstar.com. You can catch up on all things uh, live and whatever we're doing. You can catch it there. I think you've got a valid point, Rudy, that that Jerry sees what we've been saying. And I think just about unanimously across the board. Um, Where do we come out, Rob, on the, taking one for the team? Like in, in Like in basketball, I feel like... Like I could easily say, Jalen Brown taking three hundred and four is more selfish than Zach Martin coming to the table because it's like, dude, every dollar that you've made is guaranteed toward you. Like, to for you to go three hundred and four, I don't care what you plan on doing with it. I get it, but in football, I mean, look, just look at the running backs. Like your shelf life is so so short. And we, of course, I can easily bring up Tom Brady, who's made two, three hundred off the field. I mean, he got three hundred seventy-five as soon as he retired from Fox. So it's a little bit different for some guys. But where do you come out on taking one for the team in a sport as brutal as football and where the money's not guaranteed? I think every player at some point, if you're going to be on a winning team, needs to take one for the team at some point. But you also need to be selfish. 
Yeah, I guess there's certain the guys that have to be. Well, is, think, that, is Zach Martin the guy that you feel like should take one for the team then? He has already gotten paid oh, upwards of $100 million. Let's see, he's already made that. And he's had $40 million guaranteed on his last deal. 84 total, $40 million guaranteed. Uh, this, the deal was signed in 2018. Mm-hmm. I, I I come on both sides of this. One of them is you did get your pay. you got your pay you 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 they treated you correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the biggest deal possible when you got it. He was he made, at that time he was the highest paid right guard at that time. But I will also say this: at no point in any eminent Hall of Famer's career should you be the thirty first highest paid lineman. At no point should you ever be Damn, treated that, is, that. I mean, this guy that is strong. I, I'm just That's saying, strong. even That's at strong. the end of your career, you should never be the 34. I mean, especially because it's not a drop off. No, this we're guy, not at a drop off today. Yet. Today, by you know, we can talk about Madden however you want, but it is a very refined system that they have put together to rank players. There, there's there is meaning to it. It's more of a, it has more about a numbers thing than it is I And test. players appreciate it. And that's equal, whether it's real or not. If the player right. says it's real, then it's real. And by that measure, he is the best right guard in football. And that guy should never be, never be the 31st highest paid player in the league. It just should be de- like de facto, Jerry. You should have never let it get here. But the- what about Zach saying, okay, you know what? Micah hasn't eaten. CD hasn't. Biotish guy on my line. The guy to the right of me, who we should be joined here by in about another forty minutes, and Terrence still hasn't been. Where's Where's the love? You have to though. You have to be selfish. And I don't think anybody. Would... First of all, I think every team, every player in here, whether they're gonna make the team or not, feels Zach should get his money. Yes. I don't think. But see, the thing is, is but do they really under? Do we really understand the cap? And how it works, and what you have to do, and and who you have to keep down the line. Does anybody really understand the man? Cap? I have never seen a team, not once, not ever, lose a guy they really wanted because they couldn't <laughs> afford it. Name one. I mean, they'll I always can. say we can't afford it, whatever. But you knew when a guy walked for whatever reason, mm-hmm. those guys always get the money if you want it. Look at what the Rams did. Now they're paying the price right now. Well, are they paying the price? See, that's what that's a fine line too, Rob. Like, okay, we talk about, you know, them paying the price, but are they paying the price they got a Super Bowl? What's the price? Well, well, no, they're paying the price cuz now all those guys are leaving. But they right. paid everybody and now they can't afford oh, gotcha. to keep them. Gotcha, so gotcha, gotcha, if you gotcha, want gotcha. them, you can you can get anybody you want. And yeah. You know, there's always money in the cushions, and Zach Martin knows that. I mean, yeah, well, that's what me. we determined. I don't remember what we. I can't remember the specific it was contract. When Ramsey got his bump. Yeah, we deal. were like, dude, there is no salary cap. So if you wanted to, we all know you could get him, and I think Zach knows that, and I think Jerry knows that. But I also believe that Jerry's playing a little bit of defense here, and and came out. A little bit like Crawford, leading with the with the jab. <laughs> Damn, leading with the jab. Like, hey guys, it's, it's like that. Just tells me last well, week Jerry was hot as a fish grease. What is the one player that everybody loves on the Cowboys? Who's the one, the most popular dude? When you there's not it, it, one. I think it was Zeke. Now it's Micah, right? Now is, it's Micah. Is Micah the I most? I think it's Micah, Dak, Zach. And, but you know, Dak, there's fifty percent detractors. <laughs> 50%. Oh, you're talking about from the fan base or in the locker room? I'm talking about the fan base. Oh, Micah. It's Micah, right? Well, who did Jerry throw out first? I got to pay Micah. 
because he knows how to get the fans back in his corner. That's a jab right there in Zach's nose, right between Fap. He brought up of all the He didn't even bring dudes. up CD. He didn't bring he up CD. He didn't bring up other offensive linemen. He didn't bring up the guys in his very room that he has to pay. The guy that plays right beside him. He didn't say, you know what, i got to play his running back. At some point. He didn't say that. He brought up the most popular cowboy, Micah Parsons. I got to pay him. Y'all get mad at me now. Y'all love Micah, right? I got to pay him. Yeah. You can't let him cut. He didn't mention anybody else. Yeah, he mentioned the most popular one. Let's hear it again because it's, it's funny to me. He totally has been. I mean, the facts are he has been. And unfortunately for him, he was drafted real high. Right. And so he's been at the top the whole time. Uh, but... Uh, these uh, uh, these adjustments, nuances, but not him, any player. Those adjustments, you make an adjustment like that, and all of a sudden you don't have the money to uh, uh, pay the guys on their first contract that you need to pay. And that's not him. This has nothing to do with him. It's just philosophy. If you did that and we have, uh, 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 we have in place real punitive things that if uh, you... Uh, uh, come in, don't come in under these circumstances, but uh, but I, uh, I I know this. He's been a credit to uh, everything that we've ever done, and uh, he's done. Uh, what we haven't done is ever win a Super Bowl with. Oh. Uh, I want him. I want him to get on a team oh. Super Bowl. You haven't won one with Trayvon either. Pay him or Dak or Micah or Micah. <laughs> <laughs> So when he said that, was he trying to? That say, was a cheap shot too. And then he cleaned it up. A Super Bowl, if you'll take less money or not any money, yes. so I can get you to a Super Great Bowl. Point, was bro. that what he was trying to yes. say? Like, if you want to go, it's like when you insult somebody and just put LOL. But you do you serious? But you put LOL to kind of soften the blow. Like I like to win one with him, but I've got to save money to pay Micah Parsons. Oh, I found it very like, like who says that? Like have you ever heard any any GM come out and say that? Like by name? Like a GM about more probably a little bit better decorum and say, Hey, you know, there's some things we gotta take care of in the future. But just flat out saying like I gotta I gotta save money to pay Micah. That's why he brought him up. He didn't bring up. He did it on dude. purpose. He to brought get up Cap- the most to get you dude. and the rest of Cowboy Nation back You're on like, the Wait, wait, races. wait, you gotta pay Micah. I mean, that's that's what he's Dude, trying to do. Like, do, wait, 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 you wait. can do both. Yes, and I think Zach knows that. We all know that. Jerry knows it too. It is only July the thirty-first. He's two hundred fifty thousand in. It'll be another fifty later See? today. Timothy Pratt, who has a, I guess he competes in, uh, on bodybuilding, fantastic physique. Timmy, great job, man. I'm a huge bodybuilding fan. He says, "I quote, I put LOL after an insult all the time." See. Was he just insult us and then put LOL? Well, what's the uh, um when you the preface like the insult when you the backhanded insult backhanded compliment that's the back that's it the backhanded compliment that's what said that's when he said oh well we haven't won a Super Bowl with him but I'd like to win one with him but he's gonna have to take a pay cut to do it. It's tough for me to. I do feel like Zach this this was a bit of a selfish move. But at the same time, on the other hand, I get it. It's the NFL, dude. Like he, I'm sure Zach's thinking, dude. I actually probably only got another three years. He's 31, uh, 32. No, man, he's he's got at least what? If he's smart, he's got two more contracts, one more contract. 
Wow. One more lo- good long contract, especially if they're going to pay him what he wants. They're going to have to spread this mayonnaise thin. They're going to have to spread this <laughs> thing out for about six or seven years. The truth always comes after the but. <laughs> Rob, that, you taught us that. That is absolutely the truth. But we got some more to talk about. Jerry was fired up yesterday. A lot of sound from Jerry coming your direction. Terrence Steele is around the corner. San Antonio's own going to sit down with us as he is coming back from injury and looking at uh, uh, what could be a rather mobile year. He might be playing more than one position, as mm-hmm. we are hearing. We're going to ask him about that and uh, all the other stuff about being a San Antonio kid, making good, and headed toward a contract. Uh, that will be in, what, about 30 minutes? Yeah. Got some stuff to give away. You want to give the early burst and stuff for tapping in with us? I'm trying. Okay, we got the pro football. No, I pro, mean, pro, f- pro fighters. Fight, and yeah. you guys had, you, you got to talk to a couple of these guys. Yeah. So when's the fight? Ooh. I'll look it up. We're going to give August. those away. It's sometime in August. I think it's this weekend, actually. So just after 8.30. August 4th. Yeah, this weekend. How many tickets we got? We're gonna, we got eight tickets? We got two sets of four? This is being out of the studio. Yes. So bear with us. Yeah, I think it's, is it two sets, Edwin? Okay. And let's give away a set right now. Give me it's the at detail. the tech port, August 4th. Give us the details, Edwin. It is August 4th at the uh, Boeing Center at Tech Port Professional Fighters League. It's the PFL Playoffs. At the playoffs, we're counting them down. Six five six three seven seven six six five six. You want to go August the fourth at our beautiful Techport Center? Go see the Professional Fighters League playoffs as they're winding down to a champ. We got your tickets. We're going to give some away right now, and then in one hour we'll give away the other set of tickets. That's six five six three seven seven six six five six ESPN. You'll get a chance to go see our Professional Fighters League down at the Techport on August the fourth. Yeah, the thing about what I learned when we got to interview Bubba Badman. Jenkins was this like it's like a legit playoff like you can't duck and hide from anybody like there's a bracket and you win you move on and you just fight the guy that's next in the bracket so this is the semifinals no running like and it's a, this this is a, there is a million dollars on the line Caller number three. Caller number a three. million. Six five six three seven seven six. A million dollars. Dude, the for when you coming from that and now they're the only second behind UFC. They've made some. They made some strides in, in learning a little bit about the PFL, so this is going to be a big deal. And the thing about it, not only do you get the million dollars, Rob, but you're probably going to be headed to the UFC. Is that the like the entrance? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Win your way through. Pretty big deal. Pretty big deal. What I found out, this guy's a national champion at Arizona State. Bubba Badman Jenks, the one we interviewed when you were out. Yeah, he won. He was a wrestling won the national title. At Arizona State. Oh, so State. he's at Arizona State wrestling. Yeah. Now he's doing pretty He was at Penn State, then he went to Arizona State, but that's in Arizona State is where he won the natty. Well, you know. Which is crazy. Who won on Saturday night? Poirier or? Uh, I don't know. I think that fight got Did Didn't somebody happen miss because weight? I hadn't heard anything. I, I know somebody missed weight. that I watched eight rounds of uh, target practice <laughs> <laughs> watching my man. Man, Errol, don't do, don't do Errol like that. I have, man, I've been a fan for a long time, and I'm not saying it's over for him. And you know what? As a man, after post fight, he stood tall. He's like, yeah, it wasn't my best night, quite frankly, and probably was a little bit too light as he's gotten older. The he's probably a little bit better at 254 than he was at 247. 147. I hope he went 247. Yeah, sorry, but uh, no, he did look little. He he didn't look right, and he looked he looked uh, a step off and. And uh, and 
Well, the thing is, he's not. A, he wasn't in Crawford's class Saturday. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was an off night. I don't know if he had a bad training. Uh, you know, a couple of months. I'm not sure. Now I knew Crawford was really good. I didn't think he was head and shoulders better than Spence. It wasn't even close. So yeah, it was it, kind of a letdown, and it was it was also tough to watch. It was tough to watch it because he really got beat up. Because you can, he looked old, where he just was a step slow. He couldn't get his right hand high enough to cover himself up, and his face did, looked a lot like the pizza I've been eating this morning. It was not a pretty picture. So there was a rematch clause built into the contract. Do you now, in all honesty, like, do does anybody need to see that? Like, let's say it was close, Rob, and it came down to a split decision, or it was like, oh man, such and such got robbed. What? We don't need to see that again. Well, if I'm Croft, if I'm Terrence, I don't need to see that at 147 again. But I i don't know if I say yes to two, to 154. I'm not going to give you seven more pounds. I, I think there's going to be a rematch. But if I'm Crawford, I'm sticking tight at 147. Yeah, we'll fight again, but at the, at my weight, not, a, not at the weight you, you can attain as an older guy. I don't know, man. Like, it, like, again, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything Saturday night that says that they need to do that again. Like, I didn't see any bright spots for Earl. He got beat up for nine rounds, and it, he's lucky it went nine. They probably should have stopped it when he dropped them twice. That's when they probably should have stopped it. There's no reason we need to see that again. Now, the problem is with Crawford, I don't know if you don't, as far as that, like him trying to make get some money, I don't know. Boxing fan, help me out. Six five six three seven seven six. Hit me on X, aka Twitter, or Instagram, or wherever. Or on YouTube. If it's not Earl, who should Terrence fight next? Who, where, where's a decent payday where it makes business sense for him? He's thirty five, so he's got to be picky at this point. And see, this is the point in boxing's career where people start saying they're ducking people. No, there's no ducking. It's just like, look, at thirty five, I may have what another three quality mm-hmm. fights in me. So I got to be picky, and I got to make sure I'm maximizing my dollars and my pay-per-views and my and all and my merch and all of that stuff. So right now, if Crawford isn't going to fight him, Charlo broke gamers one two three. Okay, so let's bring up Charlo. I want to bring up Charlo because if I'm not mistaken, I saw Caleb Plant b slap one of the Charlo brothers into to next year. So if that's the one you're talking about. If he's getting B slapped by Caleb Plant, I got no time for him. And I thought Charlo was fight- one of the Charlos are fighting uh, Canelo. Yes. So maximizing his dollars at thirty five because he's clearly the pound for pound the best in the world right now. Well, Crawford's gonna have to go up and wait to find the to find the fight. Well, he, he ain't ready for Canelo, so he ain't. I don't think he can get big enough to fight Canelo. Both Charlo brothers. I don't know about that. I thought one of them was fighting Canelo next. Well, despite the fact Help that me the out, battering, well, well, despite the battering, <laughs> is that what you call it? It was a it was, it was was, tough to it watch. Was a tap Rob. dance. It, it was, was tough to what? Now I will give props to Earl because it takes a man to stand in there and keep taking that beat and getting up. How many times did he get up? Twice? Yeah, because, I mean, I don't think any of us would have gotten mad at him if he stayed down for the 10 count on one of those knockdowns. Well, it wasn't a pretty fight, but Jerry would certainly like to host number two. Let's listen to Jerry tell you what he would do to host this. Well, that's a dream. Uh, That's a dream. Everybody knows I'd walk across Texas and Mexico uh, to get a fight in that, uh, get a fight in there. Our, uh, Our fans love those fights. 
So maybe a fight, maybe not that fight. He said walked away. How much money do them damn fights make if Jerry will? Because, like, you got to think about how much money a fight makes if a guy that owns something worth $10 billion says he's willing to walk to Mexico for. What are those fights worth if Jerry's willing to sell his soul for one? Well, I can tell you this. You know how the, the artists get, like, residencies in Vegas? Yeah. If Jerry could get a Canelo residency. What is up with? I mean, it, I'm, well, I know what's like up. A three like, fight deal. How, you, we're never going to get him away from Vegas, though, right? Like a major, major fight. Like whoever, like Canelo's uh, not going to fight at AT and T. If you want to put sixty thousand fans in there, well, he did fight here at the Dome. We have had some. Oh, here we have had some pretty good fights at the Alamo Dome. But in, but the gate doesn't matter. It's the pay per view that matters. The pay per view is and where we the really want to watch the Vegas. You know, we want to watch the show. There, when it gets there, but Jerry would be happy to have that rematch, whether it's worthy of our attention or not. We've still got more to do. Hey, coming back on the other side, we got uh, Terrence Steele just around the corner. Come on, Terrence! But we got some tough news regarding uh, one of the cornerbacks, the the, the high paid one. The, Ain't that how it normally works? Uh, Trayvon signed a $100 million deal, and he's got an issue on one of his feet. We're going to tell you what it is and how long it'll be before we will see him again. Very quickly after that, we will be joined by Terrence Steele. The Dallas Cowboys have a few more come up on that pro football focus list of the top 100 football players in the NFL. Good news for Tony Pollard. He comes in at Leighton Vander Esch. You figure it out. We'll be right back. It's R&R, and you're on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. And we're back. This is R&R, back live on San Antonio Sports Star. We're waiting on uh, Terrence Steele to come by and see us. Forgive us as we're sitting on the tennis courts with uh, with some technical issues. And San Antonio's own Terrence Steele is having a seat with us right now. Hey, Terrence, don't mind all the mess here. We're trying to don't wire mind things brake up. Don't mind them brake lights. We'll get you where we're going. Yeah, there we go. Morning, man. You sound good? Yes, sir. All right. Good to see you, man. You you look good. like the scar. Thank you. Thank you. Thank your little you. zipper action yeah. going there. How you feeling? Battle scars. Yeah, I'm man. You, chicks dig scars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm feeling great, though. Uh, probably the best I've ever felt in the camp. So. Is it? Really? No, seriously. Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. Just I guess it's, I'm just more comfortable now. It's my, my third camp here. Uh, had a really good off season. You know, just recovering and uh, taking care of my body. So just, I feel great out here. So how how did the how did the rehab go? Was it like let's take take us through it? Like you you get injured, take us through the injury, how you felt, and then take us through the rehab portion and yeah. what the toll it takes on you mentally more than physically. I mean, you're a young guy. I'm like I say, I'm physically I feel like you'd be okay, but yeah. mentally, where did that take you? Yeah. So uh, I'll just start off with an injury. It was uh, ACL, MCL, and PFL. Wow. Um, I got surgery like two days after right after i got hurt mm -hmm. uh oh really that quick yeah, yeah it was quick the right quick turnaround um the first two three weeks i was just uh in bed um really just trying to get the swelling out i had this machine that would move your leg yep uh just constantly right. bending it so i was in that for a couple of weeks and then uh I, then i finally start my my rehab program i'd go up to the facility with Britain and them and uh, i had some people outside i would go to i'd see them Pretty much every day of the week. Uh, I so I did that for a couple months, uh, just normal rehab stuff. And uh, I was talking about the the mentality part of it. Um, I knew just hearing other people and just how they've 
went through their injuries and they've told me to keep your mentals in check. So I was always pretty aware of that. So um, I didn't really have any issues there. Uh, I just kind of took it day by day and um, knew I was going to have some good days, some bad days. So I just, I just, you know, I didn't want, I didn't want to get too high, too low. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to stay even kill. So. Uh, you're, you're, you're a bet now. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, do, do you feel like, like a bit? crazy? I do, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's been it's been it's been a couple years, four years now. Yeah, uh, it went by kind of fast, and you know, everyone said it really it, has. It really does go by fast. So, well, talk about responsibilities now as as a vet in the room. Yeah, I mean, um, really just uh, just being a leader um, uh -huh. on and off the field, and they'll just making sure you know the first second year guys have everything they need, need to know and. If they have any questions and I want to be open book to them, I don't want I want them to come up to me and ask them, ask me whatever they want. So, what's it like without having that guy to your left here at camp? Yeah. I mean, that's a, this would be your first time not having him at camp, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. right? What's it been like without Zach around? Man, uh, it's huge. Uh, he's the leader of the team. Um, everyone can feel his presence gone, you know. Um, but it's it is a business, you know. There's business aspects of this game. And no, uh, he he's he's in that right now. So well, the the business side isn't it's your back door as well. Yep, yep. I mean, if we're being honest, if we're being honest, it's time for you to get it. it you you're, you've earned it. It's, it's time yep. for you to get paid too. Yep, yep. I mean, what kind of contract we we talking about? We talking about <laughs> Lane Johnson? Well, you know, I know you know you and your yeah. agent know the list I of just, the top. I let my agent do okay, oh, that's all <laughs> that. I just, I just want to focus on. Coming back to the field, you know, and just being the best best team that I can be. So, you know, that's with, a good answer. That's, I'm, 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 gonna yeah. let, I'm gonna let that rock. See, he's a vet. He's a vet <laughs> he's now. A vet. He answers. I'm a, okay. Now, with the absence and with what we've seen with the line, there's some talk about maybe position moves. How do you feel about a guard, left guard? Uh, is that real? Is that is that real? I, I think that was just um, some snake oil being sold is there. Uh, I, so no one on the staff, no one on the staff, no offensive line coach, no OC, nobody ever came to you talk about left no, guard. Nothing. That's all. Always been just right tackle. But and, do you feel like you could? Are you did? interchangeable though? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like I have the most experience at right tackle. I know I played there in college, and um, obviously these last couple years here. So. Uh, I mean, that's, I feel like that's my best position, but mm -hmm. if, if they felt otherwise, then I don't know. I guess we have to figure it out. So, so it's you, Zach, mm -hmm. and if we're being honest, Biotis. Yep. Yep, Tyler. Tyler's all like, three of y'all, it's – Yeah. How you feel about all three of y'all, right, pretty much at the same time? Well, Zach's kind of cutting the line a little yeah. bit, but he's a leader. We let Zach cut the line if chose be, but it's about time for all three of y'all to get paid. Yeah, no, it would be huge. Uh, you know, me and Tyler came in together. Okay. Just to continue that continuity, you know, that'd be that'd be huge if if we could all you know just stay here a couple a little longer. So we are joined by Terrence Steele, San Antonio's <laughs> own. See, we claim you when we say San Antonio. See now so that you you big time. So yeah. you said you can't. We can't when give you, you the tech, You were just Cibolo. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, he's like, wait, he played for the Cowboys. He's from San Antonio. We be, we be jacking Cibolo. We claimed it. San Antonio. No. Oh, what part? I'm like, okay, Cibolo. Yo, you see, Cibolo, now I know your parents and everybody else around. Speaking of, uh, Greg Williams, LG's father, yep, told me yep. to tell you hello. Oh, yeah. I know you know Greg. Yeah, no, he told I'm me Greg. the owner in 1911. He told me, hey, man, if you yep. see Terrence, make sure you tell him I said hello. Yeah, what's up, Greg? I know you're listening. So what's up, man? You and his son played together yeah. still, right? Yeah he's, yeah. My, he's my QB in high school. Oh, okay. So how much time do you spend in San Antonio? Um, I haven't been back this year because I was up and down. Good for you. Ain't nothing. Yeah, man, <laughs> you're not, not but a bunch dude, of tacos. You were on. <laughs> and I, yeah, dude, you're, you 
play for the Cowboys. Yeah. Everything that's going on in San Antonio will be there when you're done. No, that's true. It's not, like, ain't nothing there but people that's trying to get true. you to do stuff that you ain't got time for. <laughs> you know? No, I, I just didn't. This year I've been up in, up in Re- Was that yeah. where the rehab was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How did you feel watching Ty- Tyron Smith just come over there to right tackle? You think you think he's a better – who's a better right tackle, you or Tyron? I mean, Tyron's Tyron. I mean, he's just – But this is right tackle we're talking about. You can be honest. <laughs> Give yourself your flowers. Is hey, he a better I, right tackle than I'm you? Gonna, I'm gonna give Tyron his flowers. He still <laughs> he still is good no matter no matter where you put him. So okay, yeah, man, he's he's the goat, obviously, um, one of the best left tackles ever. And then he went over to right and didn't look like he missed a step. So so coming to Oxnard, season starting again. Yep. you're gone through rehab. Tell us about it. I mean, what you you said your altitude's great. Attitude's fun. right. What's your next step? Where when are we going to see you active on the field in pads, doing all that? You you feeling yeah. good? Yeah. Lifting? So today's actually first day in pads. Right. Uh, this oh wow. Last week, uh, they're just being smart about the smart workload. They're kind of just mm-hmm. they're. I'm doing a lot of indie. I do some team stuff. There's some team stuff I haven't done. Uh, we'll, I'm not sure what I'm doing today and all that, but no, they're they're being smart with my workload and kind of working me back into things. How's this offense feel behind you? This Texas Man, Coast offense we keep hearing feels about. Pretty good. It's, Does it? Communications there. Everyone's everyone's you know everyone's grooving. It's, it feels like it's all coming along really good. What's the biggest difference in this camp with Coach McCarthy calling the plays? What do you feel like the biggest difference in this camp versus your first three with Mike and Kellen? Um, biggest difference. Or you've just been pretty much focused on your rehab and not have really had a chance to really take that in yet. Um, I've, I've been focused on my rehab. I haven't really thought about that. Like yeah, that, I got you. So, you know what I'm saying? That makes sense. What do you do with what's? Do you look forward to anything here in Oxnard when you get here? Is there a place you go, a place you do look something that you look forward to doing, or is it just <laughs> look forward? You to don't leave. get off. This is like coming to prison for a that, month. Getting out that heat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that Texas heat. Um, I don't know. I, I like coming here. Just kind of get away from Dallas a little bit. Um, it's really just the weather, man. You can't really. No restaurants you head toward that you look forward to coming to, or uh, there's a couple sushi ones. Ah, we got sushi. Uh, See, we're hoping for some suggestions. Yeah, there's there's a spot called Anaba. That's pretty good. Um, other than that, I really haven't got to explore it too much. Did you do anything yesterday with your off day? No, I was I was up here. I just wanted to stay off my feet and uh, absolutely did some cold tub. Did a little mobility. Uh, just wanted to feel good for this week. He is Terrence Steele. He is the right tackle for the Dallas Cowboys, and he's right here on San Antonio Sports Star. Yeah, so, go ahead. Well, you know, as we as we you get your first day in pads. Uh, is there an excitement level, or is it about? Ah, here we go. Because nah, I'll never feel better than I do right now, and I'm going to put on pads, and I won't feel this good again until February. Nah, when I put pads on, man, I feel I feel like a gladiator, man. I love it. Mm. So coming out here and just putting pads on, getting to you know actually hit someone. It's been what eight months since I've been able to hit someone. So, so I'm looking forward to it. This, right, go ahead. I was going to say this is your fourth year, and we come here and we see all the. Uh, New stands and everything yeah. kind of coming up. Does it feel different out there? I mean, does is the sound bit. different? A little bit because they got some new VIP right. stands for the the fans and stuff. A uh, little different, a little little bit of a change just to, but it kind of feels the same. So it's like a healthy healthy mix between the two. You you if I remember we talked to you last year. You're a gamer, right? You play. I do. I play Call of Duty. You Call of Duty, yeah. COD. So you're not a Madden guy. No, no, no Madden. So just COD. Is that it? Uh, Call of Duty of GTA. So did you bring the box? Play, I did. I of course. Well, you never know. <laughs> you never know. I mean, there's other stuff going on. Yeah, that's true. Rehab and everything else going on. But yeah, man. Um. Well, we hope 
you know, we hope you get that bag. Yes, sir, I appreciate it. And if you do, what, what's the first thing you're going to do besides save it and take care uh, of it? I'm going to take care of my people first. Mm -hmm. um, probably buy my mom some. Give my pop something. You know they're going to tell you we don't want nothing. We don't yeah, need nothing to surprise You know that's what they're going to tell you. I already know. But I, I got a plan for them. What's so. the best thing you did in the offseason? I know you are rehabbing and had to do a lot of work, but hopefully you had some time to go. What's the best thing I did? If you have to think about it, it couldn't have it been was probably You were rehab. working too hard. I was really rehab. I, when I tell you every week, man, it was, it was in the lab every week. Rehab. It was a grind. Yeah. Is this the first significant say, I went injury? To, uh, I went to... Austin, I went to Joe Rogan's new comedy new comedy club there, so that was that was kind of cool. That was in July. Joe Rogan, the Oprah of podcast, yeah. he's, yeah. he's the man. Yeah, no, he's yeah. He's, he's Is this guy. your first significant injury? Have you ever had to deal with this before? Yeah, no, first first injury where I, where it required surgery mm -hmm. and I had to miss uh, miss the season, so the remaining of a season. So yeah, this is my first real injury. How long before you felt like you were a person again after you got hurt? Um, it took and really until I was out. The first couple of weeks where I was just in bed, and finally when I got to get out and start moving and stuff, that's kind of literally the worst time in my life. Yeah, no, Stuck on your back with yeah, that thing sucks. bending your leg 24 hours sucks, a day. Man. Literally the worst. Well, man, you went through the gauntlet. Mm -hmm. Now the payoff's coming. Congratulations on getting where you are, and we look and we bid you as always great health Thanks, and a great man. season. Terrence Appreciate Steele, you. San Antonio's own Terrence Steele, right tackle with the Dallas Cowboys. Enjoy that Tyron Smith R&B in the weight <laughs> room. Yeah, no kidding. The soft jams coming. <laughs> Tyron, yeah, well, see, you told you I don't know. You know, I don't even remember. Yeah, remember last, last year. You yeah. said, "Hey, it's Tyron. Tyron gets the control." <laughs> he, loves, he loves all the old school R&B. Me too. We all do. Uh, I'm from that era, so yeah. Hey, Terrence, stay appreciate healthy, you, man. man. We're glad you came by. We appreciate you, season. man. Terrence Steele's coming by here on San Antonio Sports Star, and that's just the beginning of this week. As we have bring you everything you need for your Dallas Cowboy coverage. Terrence is looking good. Hey, Crocs, man. Is this? Is that's that all? Everybody is they're, that, they're is it across the dude. team now? Well, yeah, man, respect. But there's some people who refuse to put those things on. They're comfortable, man. Well, some of us uh. All right, but don't have the feet. Terrence is coming by. And you know what? The uh, football gods have smiled on us. We stayed on all the Just way through. Time. Hey, let's pay the sponsors and get everything taken care of. This is R&R &R in the morning. We're sitting live in Oxnard, California. Your Dallas Cowboy training camp coverage continues. It's brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds sitting on our table right now. And there's a bottle of bourbon waiting for us at home. <laughs> <laughs> that came Damn. directly from Texas Cheer Liquor. Hey, we'll be right back from the tennis courts. This is R&R. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake me up. Oh, wake me up. Wake up. Rob Thompson. You don't believe the other way in transition to the Cowboys. Oh, 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 oh. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Cowboys? Begin each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R&R &R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning. Hey, good morning to you. Good morning. Kind of. Kind of. It's R&R &R in the morning here on San Antonio's Sports Star. Uh, welcome aboard the tennis courts out at Oxnard as your Dallas Cowboys training camp coverage continues. Always brought to you by AA Best Bell Bond, Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds, and Texas Cheer Liquor. And uh, we're going to have to have a couple of 
Texas cheer gifts uh, when we get back. For the, if you're just joining us, we want to apologize. <laughs> We're sitting out on the tennis courts, and I've been out here. This is my eighth, ninth. I don't know how many times I've been right. out here. I've never dealt with this. There is a Power. wiring issue going on. Um, where everybody on the road keeps losing power. <laughs> we found an outlet. That no, we have. no, there's no we. Rob is the MVP. Rob is, you know, he's experiencing these things. Rob is going to find a way to get us back up, and that's exactly what he did. So no, not we. I'm sitting here eating smart pop. Like, hey, man, I got, God told me don't worry about things I cannot control. <laughs> yeah, we good, Joe. You ever, you ever get, like, see video of, like, those favelas in Brazil where every wire from 18 yes. houses is just kind of strung? I've got a... Uh, I've got a Rob is an running extension cord running like, you across know the courts. <laughs> when your neighbor's out of power, and you're like, I got you, dog. You, I know you're going to pay it next week. Rob is running our, our electricity off someone else's house. <laughs> we just went plugged in next door. So until they wake up or turn on the blender, we're in pretty good shape, I think. We'll make it all the way through. I hope you had a chance to hear uh, Terrence Steele. He just joined nah, us a couple we'll of minutes it. ago. We're going to play it in a couple of minutes. But if you missed it, it was uh, an interview with a young man who really, you you get the sense he knows exactly where he is in life. Yeah, he didn't. He, you know, he said, I'm going to leave the money talk to my agent. But he did address the whole left guard situation was that really a thing or was that just urban legend now he said i don't know where that came from you yeah. believe him yeah he's from san antonio we don't lie well, I, I mean i'm not saying he's lying but he might be under orders like this is something don't we talk don't about. talk about oh because it could be schematic because it could be a schematic thing it might be something going on he said it might be rumors yeah, but there has been talk rumors. about him moving from right tackle where we all know the story about well, Tyron and, you know, with Steele out last year, Tyron did perform rather well there at right tackle. And, True. And Steele, if, if he's as mobile as they're telling us, maybe that would be enough to get him over there. But he said that was not the case at all. But, you know, listen to him talk about going through the rehab. That's That was a... Uh, you know, for a young guy that's never been injured before, to be forced to you know be bedridden and deal with all that for those kind of days upon weeks upon months, that'll 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 write your attitude. Right, that write your attitude. Also, you know, I asked him, hey, well, you know, what you gonna do with that money? He says, I'm gonna take care, do a little something nice for mom and dad, take care of them. You think about the, uh, I mean, the, the room itself. It's a lot of money it's to be thrown be, around because I mean, hell, in three years you're gonna be got you gonna have to pay Tyler Smith too, you know. But Biotish is up, Zach feels like he should be up, and Terrence Steele is up. I think they just with Terrence, I think it's kind of they're waiting and seeing how he looks. I can see Terrence Steele being one of those deals that gets done week five, week six. Mm-hmm. Once they see like, okay, he's fine, he's back. Let's go ahead and give him pay. But I think he'll. I think he's going to get his money, and deservedly so. I do find it interesting that the guy that's kind of in his way is his mentor, along with Tyron and Zach Martin, who's stepped yeah. in front and said, I want a little bit of that. But, you know, uh, as he said, and as you will hear, it's business. And uh, Just business, be treated a, 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 as such. Pro Football Focus has been doing their annual. Uh, well, it's the players. The NFL Network slash, it's, the, it's their peers, yeah. Rob. It's yeah. the peers. This is, why, this is why this list is a big deal, because screw us. What are your? What is the guys that play against you and with you think of you? So, okay, with that in mind, right? They're they're ranking the top one hundred players, yes, sir. Regardless of position, yes, sir. All the way through. Um, Dak came in at fifty six. All right. All right. No. No, I think that is. I, you, right. you might, I think it defines him. I mean, if, oh. I mean, Dak Prescott, of course, would come in in the fiftieth percentile for shizzle because fifty six like him forty. Four don't. 
You know what I mean? There's there's 44% that did not vote for him. And that's, that feels like Dak Prescott, but an appropriate vote nonetheless. Now, the surprise on this list, and you said it's from the peers. From the peers. Tony Pollard goes from not ever on the list, right? I mean, he wasn't on the top 100 last year. No, I can't imagine so. that he was. I don't think so. To 55. 55. And this is voted by the peers. So is this a you're landing in a prime position with a great offensive line on the best offense in football with all that? And you're just no matter. It, it could have been Pollard. It could have been Malik. It could have been anybody. It, whoever the starting running back was going to get it, it was going to be that one. Yeah, and not only that, I think you also, he was also in a position where considering we all pay attention to the Cowboys, whether you play for them or you don't, or whether you're a fan of them or you're not, I think everybody saw, like, man, this kid has it. He's explosive. He has breakaway speed. They saw what he's able to do, and everybody feels like he should have had the job two years ago. Trayvon Diggs comes in at 60. The $100 million quarterback. Because, right. I, mean, I mean, the thing about it is, well, you know, the year he had the 12 picks, his haters were like, pledge his haters were like well he gave up a thousand yards receiving you know so yeah while he had the 12 picks he was still free food so what does he do he gets in the lab comes back last year and cuts that all the way down and was one of the best dbs in the league and you brought up something rob in the second third hour the cowboys possibly with gilmore and him being top 10 on pro football focus list both of those guys being top 10 they could possibly be the best db tandem in the NFL. And I think, you know, and I got the first, you know, my first reaction is anytime somebody props up the Cowboys is to say, whoa, wait, 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 because, you know, that's all y'all do. But then I was like, wait, let me think. Hold on. He might be right. Well, <laughs> he might be right. So I don't I don't think your Cowboys hanging. I think it's the truth. I think it's the truth. We got the electricians wandering around, around. around pointing but out. But see, the, the thing is, I'm, we have a now we have a trip hazard. Yeah, because you, you I, read the court. I have created a safety hazard <laughs> to get ourselves back on air. Hey, you did what you had to do, bro. We have we have adapted and overcome. Yeah, so I guess at some point, I guess I don't know. We're gonna have to unplug that because we're. I think we need so to unparse where we are. Okay, so we are now. Uh, yeah. This is our. We, we landed in Oxnard uh, yesterday, or in California yesterday. At, Two, 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 two o'clock. Yeah, we've already lost one to illness. Oh, we've. Uh, That's what Vince Trevino said. We need to light candles. Tim's sick. We, we, we can't stay on. Um, they come in threes, Rob. I know. What's what's knock next? On, I don't I know, heading. man. I ain't gonna even go to knock on wood, dog. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, Spence has brought a bug into our home. He got it like, again. I'll go and get everything he put on that list for us to go get him from the store. As long as he don't come out of that room. If you're just joining us, uh, we we got here with six. Uh, we're now with five. <laughs> <laughs> We've got one in quarantine. Uh, last night uh, we had a a typical arrival. Uh, we always yeah. get here, and there are certain restaurants that we always go to, and there's always this debate as to which one we're going to eat. And we went and ate at Topper's Pizza, which is a you know it's a pizza joint. We mighty, like mighty fine pie. It is good pizza. Good it really pie. is above and beyond the you know it's right on the water, right there in the harbor. Beautiful view. Kind of sit over, and we were sitting out on the uh, patio overlooking the harbor, uh, having a nice meal. Yeah. Luckily, Tim was on the outside of the table. Because the, and there was a sidewalk and then there was a railing. So in the mid conversation, uh, our our fearless leader Tim Spence takes a step across the sidewalk and uh, had a full on uh, um, uh, reversal. I guess would be the term they would use in the professional eating circles. We had a full on Ralph reversal. 
which went on most of the night. <laughs> and well, Minix is such an ass. Minix in the middle of it. He gets up and leaves. Well, there is always like, a threat. He was like, oh, man, I got to go. I got to go. I can't take it. I'm like, bro, relax. Well, I think there's always the threat of the sympathetic yak. You know, yeah, the sympathetic. Oh. And I think we were about to, he was about to join Tim <laughs> and leaning over the rail. Well, now, one thing, I didn't leave, but I didn't eat another slice after that. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm done eating. Like, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. We've got one in the hole, and we've had an interesting morning with our electronics. Well, props to Rob, man. Rob was on the go. Rob was found us away. He tried about 15 plugs and finally got him one. But I'm sure at some point we're going to have to get back on our regular circuit so nobody trips and falls and San Antonio Sports Stars sued because Rob has ran a court. Maybe somebody there. gets a brand-new boat. Yeah. We're gonna we got a full day of broadcasting for you. Don't forget today, starting at noon, just for this week, RJ Ochoa will be hosting the Cowboy Corner for yes. two hours, and we'll we'll stock yes. it full of guests and fun. Of course, the Blitz will follow uh, thereafter. Who are they getting this afternoon? Do we know? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, coming back, we're gonna look around the the Cowboy camp. Looking forward to the first practice scheduled today. They're gonna be out. What in time pads. do they start today? Uh, that's right about so, when the blitz gets going. Right about two o'clock. Okay, so that's, that, I just need to know what time we got to be back over here. <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> hey, we're gonna come back looking at the day's schedule. Look around the rest. Of the NFL is Aaron's. Jonathan Taylor about to go, and Aaron Rodgers what? got something to say to Mister Payton about Mister Hackett. We're gonna dig into the league and the gumbo that follows. And Terrence Steele's gonna come talk to you right after. After that, so you know what your job is. Stay where you are. This is R and R in the morning, and you're on ninety four one San Antonio's Sports Star. This is R&R back live on San Antonio's Sports Star. And San Antonio's own Terrence Steele is having a seat with us right now. Hey, Terrence, don't mind all the mess here. We're trying to don't wire mind them things up. Lights. Don't mind them brake lights. We'll get you where we're going. Yeah, there we go. Morning, man. Morning. Sound good? Yes, sir. All right. Good to see you, man. You you look good. like the scar. Thank you. Thank you. Your little you. zipper action yeah. going there. How you feeling? Battle scars. Yeah, man. You, chicks dig scars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm feeling great, though. Uh, probably the best I've ever felt in the camp. So. Is it? Really? No, seriously, yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. Just I guess it's, I'm just more comfortable now. It's my my third camp here. Uh, had a really good off season. You know, just recovering and uh, taking care of my body. So that's just, I feel great out here. So how how did the, how did the rehab go? Was it like let's take take us through it? Like you you get injured, take us through the injury, how you felt, and then take us through the rehab portion and yeah. what the toll it takes on you mentally more than physically. I mean, you're a young guy. I'm like I say, I'm physically I feel like you'd be okay, but yeah. mentally. Where did that take you? Yeah, so uh, I'll just start off with an injury. It was uh, ACL, MCL, and PFL. Wow. Um, I got surgery like two days after, right after I got hurt. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, really? That quick? Yeah, it was quick. The right quick turnaround. Um, the first two, three weeks, I was just uh, in bed, um, really just trying to get the swelling out. I had this machine that would move your leg, yep. uh, just constantly bending right. it. So I was in that for a couple of weeks, and then uh, I, then I finally start my my rehab program. I'd go up to the facility with Britt and them, and uh, I had some people outside I would go to. I'd see them pretty much every day of the week. Uh, I so I did that for a couple months, uh, just normal rehab stuff, and uh, 
I was talking about the, the mentality part of it. Um, I knew just hearing other people and just how they've went through their injuries and they've told me to keep your mentals in check. So I was always pretty aware of that. So um, I didn't really have any issues there. Uh, I just kind of took it day by day and um, knew I was going to have some good days, some bad days. So I just, I just, you know, I didn't want, I didn't want to get too high, too low. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to stay even kill. So. Uh, you're, you're, you're a vet now. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, do, do you feel like, like a vet? Crazy. I do. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's been it's been it's been a couple years, four years now. Yeah, uh, it went by kind of fast. You know, everyone said it really it, has. It really does go by fast. So, w w talk about responsibilities now as as a vet in the room. Yeah, I mean, um, really just uh, just being a leader um, uh -huh. on and off the field, and they'll just making sure you know the first second year guys have everything they need, need to know and if they have any questions and you know, I want to be open book to them I don't want I want them to come up to me and ask them ask me whatever they want so what's it like without having that guy to your left here at camp yeah. I mean that's this would be your first time not having him at camp if I'm not mistaken yeah. right what's it been like without Zach around man uh, it's huge uh, and he's the leader of the team um, everyone can feel his presence gone you know um, but it's it is a business you know there's business aspects of this game and no, he he's he's in that right now. So well, the the business side isn't it's your back door as well. Yep, yep. I mean, if we're being honest, if we're being honest, it's time for you to get it, it, you you're, you've earned it. It's, it's time yep. for you to get paid too. Yep, yep. I mean, what yeah. kind of contract we we talking about? We talking about <laughs> Lane Johnson? Well, you know, I know you know you and your yeah. agent know the list I of just, the top. I let my agent do okay, oh, that's all <laughs> that. I just, I just want to focus on. Coming back to the field, you know, and just being the best best team that I can be. So, you know, that's with, a good answer. A, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. let, let that rock. See, he's a vet. He's a vet <laughs> he's now. A vet. He answers. A, okay. Now, with the absence and with what we've seen with the line, there's some talk about maybe position moves. How you feel about a guard, left guard? Uh, is that real? Is that is that real? I, I think that was just um, some snake oil being sold is there. Uh, I, so no one on the staff, no one on the staff, no offensive line coach, no OC, nobody ever came to you talk about left no, guard. Nothing. That's all. Always been just right tackle. But and, do you feel like you could? And if are they you did, interchangeable though? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I feel like I have the most experience at right tackle. I know I played there in college, and um, obviously these last couple years here. So. Uh, I mean, that's, I feel like that's my best position, but mm -hmm. if, if they felt otherwise, then I don't know. I guess we have to figure it out. So, so it's you, Zach, mm -hmm. and if we're being honest, Biotish. Yep. Yep, Tyler. Tyler's all like, three of y'all, it's – Yeah. How you feel about all three of y'all, right, pretty much at the same time? Well, Zach's kind of cutting the line a little yeah. bit, but he's the leader. We let Zach cut the line if chose be, but it's about time for all three of y'all to get paid. Yeah, no, it'd be huge. Uh, you know, me and Tyler came in together. Okay. Just to continue that continuity, you know, that'd be that'd be huge if if we could all you know just stay here a couple a little longer. So we are joined by Terrence Steele, San Antonio's <laughs> own. See, we claim you when we say San Antonio. See, now so that you you big time. So yeah. you said you can't. We can't when give you, you the tech, Cibolo. You were just Cibolo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're like he's like wait he played for the Cowboys he's from San Antonio we be we be jacking Cibolo we, we claimed it San Antonio no oh, what part I'm like okay Cibolo yo you see Cibolo now I know your parents and everybody else around speaking of uh Greg Williams LG's father yep, told me yep. to tell you hello oh, heck yeah. I know you know Greg yeah, no, he told I'm me Greg. the owner in 1911 he told me hey man if you yeah. see Terrence make sure you tell him I said hello yeah, what's up Greg I know you're listening so what's up man you and his son played together yeah. still right yeah, he's, yeah. My, he's my QB in high school oh, okay so how much time do you spend in San Antonio um, I haven't been back this year because I was up in Dallas. Good for you. Ain't nothing. Yeah, man, you're <laughs> not, not about a bunch dude, of tacos. You are on. <laughs> and I, yeah, dude, you're, you, 
play for the Cowboys. Yeah. Everything that's going on in San Antonio will be there when you're done. No, that's true. It's not, it ain't nothing there but people that's trying to get true. you to do stuff that you ain't got time for. <laughs> you know? No, I, I just been this year I've been up and up and Re- Was that yeah. where the rehab was? Yeah. Okay. How did you feel watching Ty- Tyron Smith just come over there to right tackle? You think you think he's a better who's a better right tackle, you or Tyron? I mean Tyron's Tyron. I mean, he's just But this is right tackle we talk about. You can be honest. <laughs> Give yourself your flowers. Is hey, he a better I, right tackle than I'm you? A, I'm gonna give Tyron his flowers. He still he still is good no matter no matter where you put him. So okay, yeah, man, he's he's the goat, obviously, um, one of the best left tackles ever. And then he went over to right and didn't walk. He missed a step. So so coming to Oxnard, season starting again. Yep. you're gone through rehab. Tell us about it. I mean, what you you said your altitude's great. Attitude's right. What's your next step? Where when are we going to see you active on the field in pads, doing all that? You you feeling yeah. good? Yeah. Everything? So today's actually first day in pads. Right. Uh, oh wow. Last week, uh, they're just being smart about just my workload. They're kind of just mm-hmm. they're. I'm doing a lot of indie. I do some team stuff. There's some team stuff I haven't done. Uh, we'll, I'm not sure what I'm doing today and all that, but no, they're they're being smart with my workload and kind of working me back into things. How's this offense feel behind you? This Texas yeah, Coast yeah. offense we keep that hearing feels about. Pretty good. It's, Does it? Communications there. Everyone's everyone's you know everyone's grooving. It's, it feels like it's all coming along really good. What's the biggest difference in this camp with Coach McCarthy calling the plays? What do you feel like the biggest difference in this camp versus your first three with Mike and Kellen? Um, biggest difference. Or you've just been pretty much focused on your rehab and not have really had a chance to really take that in yet. Um, I've, I've been focused on my rehab. I haven't really thought about that. Like yeah, that, I got you. So, you know what I'm saying? That makes sense. What do you do with what's? Do you look forward to anything here in Oxnard when you get here? Is there a place you go, a place you do something that you look forward to doing, or is it just <laughs> look forward? You to don't leave. get out. This really? is like coming to prison for a that, month. Getting out that heat, yeah, yeah. That, that, that Texas heat. Um, I don't know. I, I like coming here, just kind of get away from Dallas a little bit. Um, it's really just the weather, man. You can't really do no that. restaurants you head toward that you look forward to coming to, or uh, there's a couple sushi ones. Ah, we got sushi. Uh, See, we're hoping for some suggestions. Yeah, there's there's a spot called Anaba that's pretty good. Um, other than that, I really haven't got to explore it too much. Did you do anything yesterday with your off day? No, I was I was up here. I just wanted to stay off my feet and uh, absolutely did some cold tub, did a little mobility. Uh, it's one of the one of the feel good for this week. He is Terrence Steele. He is the right tackle for the Dallas Cowboys, and he's right here on San Antonio Sports Star. Yeah, we, go ahead. Well, you know, as we as we you get your first day in pads, uh, is there an excitement level, or is it about? Ah, uh, here we go. Because nah, I'll that, never feel better than I do right now, and I'm going to put on pads, and I won't feel this good again until February. Nah, when I put pads on, man, I feel I feel like a gladiator, man. I love it. Mm. So coming out here and just putting pads on, getting to you know actually hit someone. It's been what eight months since I've been able to hit someone. So, so I'm looking forward to it. This, right, go ahead. I was going to say this is your fourth year, and we come here and we see all the. Uh, New stands and everything yeah. kind of coming up. Does it feel different out there? I mean, does, is the sound bit. different? A little bit because they got some new VIP right. stands for the the fans and stuff. A uh, little different, a little little bit of a change, just to, but it kind of feels the same. So it's like a healthy healthy mix between the two. You you if I remember, we talked to you last year. You're a gamer, right? You play? I do. I play Call of Duty. You Call of Duty, COD. Yeah. So you're not a Madden guy. No, no, no Madden. So just COD. Is that it? Uh, Call of Duty of GTA. So did you bring the box? Play, I did. I of course. Box, yeah. Well, you never know. You never know. I mean, there's other stuff going on. Yeah, that's true. Rehab and everything else going on. But yeah, man. Um, well, we hope 
you know, we hope you get that bag. Yes, sir, I appreciate And if you do, what, what's the first thing you're going to do besides save it and take care uh, of it? I'm going to take care of my people first. Mm -hmm. um, probably buy my mom some. Give my pop something. You know they're going to tell you we don't want nothing. We don't yeah, need nothing to surprise You know that's what they're going to tell you. I already know. But I, I got a plan for them. What's so. the best thing you did in the offseason? I know you're rehabbing. I had to do a lot of work. But hopefully you had some time to go. What's the best thing I did? If you have to think about it, it couldn't have been it was that probably good. You were working too hard. I was really rehabbing. When I tell you every week, man, it was, it was in the lab every week. Man. It was a grind. Yeah. Is this the first significant say, injury? I went, to, uh, I went to Austin. I went to Joe Rogan's new comedy New comedy club there, so that was that was kind of cool. I was in July. Joe Rogan, the Oprah of podcast, yeah. He's, yeah. he's the man. Yeah, no, he's yeah. He's, he's Is this guy. your first significant injury? Have you ever had to deal with this before? Yeah, no, first first injury where I, where it required surgery mm -hmm. and I had to miss uh, miss the season, so the remaining of a season. So yeah, this is my first real injury. How long before you felt like you were a person again after you got hurt? Um, it took and really until I was out. The first couple of weeks where I was just in bed, and finally when I got to get out and start moving and stuff, that's kind of literally the worst time in my life. Yeah, no, Stuck on your back with yeah, that thing sucks. bending your leg 24 hours sucks, a day. Man. Literally the worst. Well, man, you went through the gauntlet. Mm -hmm. Now the payoff's coming. Congratulations on getting where you are, and we look and we bid you as always great health Thanks, and a great man. season. Terrence Appreciate Steele, you. San Antonio's own Terrence Steele, right tackle with the Dallas Cowboys. Enjoy that Tyron Smith R&B in the waiver. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. The soft jams coming. With well, see, you told you I don't know. You know, I don't even remember. Yeah, last last year, year, you said, "Hey, it's Tyrant. Tyrant gets the control." <laughs> he, loves, he loves all that old school R and B. That was Terrence Steele talking about the. For you, those of you unaware, last year Terrence came and sat with us early in the morning, and we were asking him about the music in the weight room. And Terrence turned to us and said, "Well, that's all Tyrant. Tyrant decides. <laughs> when Tyrant walks in, he picks the music, and hence we listen. You know." He looks good. Terrence looks like he's in shape, looks like he's ready to go. They're putting pads on today. It's going to be an interesting couple of weeks for every one of that offensive line as they try to well, arrange themselves without a Zach Martin in the room. Well, also, you know, we asked them, hey, you know, uh, what did you do this offseason? Well, pretty much focus on football. Why? It's payday. It's time, payday. To, get, it's time to get paid. So when it's time to get paid, man, you lock all the way in. All that other stuff can wait. He's, he said the best thing he did was go see Joe Rogan. The best thing you did all offseason was go see Joe Rogan. Hey, Joe Rogan's a big deal, Rob. Uh, I, okay, that's one <laughs> night. <laughs> that's not even a night. That's yeah. two hours. I can listen to a podcast there. Uh, <laughs> that was an interesting one, but yeah. at least he was focused on that. Hey, I want to tell you about Rufix real quick later as we wind down our day one on the tennis courts yeah we started out with a little bit of a hey man you know we're what? here that we're here and we got through it you know uh few barfs a few power outages <laughs> hey, everybody light a candle for tim spitz he yeah, had a man, rough night last everybody night. pour some out on the block for timmy man because oh, he, he left some stuff on the street so. this he bet when I get there, if he is not locked away in his room, we're going to have words. <laughs> From eight feet until, away. Yeah, until we figure out what it exactly is. Like, if it's food poison, cool, come on out the room. But until we figure out what it is, Tim is on quarantine. I don't want to see him. I don't want to hear him. Nothing.
<laughs> RJ is bro. just a couple hours away. Don't forget, all week long from noon to two, RJ Ochoa is going to be hosting Cowboy Corner. Going to bring you all the guests and be the RJ. And of course, you'll have a cavalcade of us as we circle through all day long. The Blitz gets going today at two. And of course, as they hit the field, as I'm saying, they, the Cowboys hit the field in full pads. The Blitz will be bringing it to you live right here. Live, Rob, live. We are going to be out there getting our interviews as well. But we're about to head out, spend an afternoon around the practice field and see uh, exactly what we've been uh, hearing about Mm -hmm. out there in the next couple of hours. I am going to pay all afternoon. Follow me on the socials. I'm following the running backs. I'm following the running backs. I cannot wait to send some video to you guys. So if you're going to do running backs, then I'm going to go somewhere on the defense. I'll go somewhere on the defense. Maybe we should do a scouting report on Mozzie. 11 o'clock local is uh, practice time. 11 local, so we got about an hour before they get that going. Damn, the, the, the pro- quick. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was going to get to go home. Wait until you guys see some video of number 42 of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Just, if you haven't seen it, wait until some video. And I, I don't need to say much more than that because I've never seen anything look like that on a football field. Anything on an NFL like football field, I have never seen anything look like that. Yeah, he's a little guy for sure. Little guy, little guy, big heart. Jerry going to be up on the podium today about noon. We'll be carrying it live as RJ Ochoa comes. We're going to head into the sunset and go get ourselves some good breakfast. You ready for some spud nuts, Rudy? Oh, I don't know if I'm going to do the spud nuts. Oh, you healthy guy. He's sitting not over eating grapes. He's, he brought I'm grapes. Healthy. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I'm not healthy. It is hard to live pizza. up to this. I just ate pizza last night. i got to have some balance. Rudy bro. bought an entire box of spinach. <laughs> I, I, I kid you not. He he bought uh, no no. <laughs> a radio station guy bought an entire box of spinach. We're gonna go back and eat it. We got a lot of tape to watch, a lot of practice to take care of. Hey, thanks for listening today. We'll be back again tomorrow. Y'all be cool.